to the next podcast. Who's next? Who's next? That was beautiful. Podcast. Better get it kicked off. Uh, this is Who's Next Podcast. We're starting this the gaming episode. This is what you in for. Uh, I've got Jesse with me. What's the business, y'all? Jester954 representing Nerds the Podcast. Back on the show. Yeah, he took a little break from us, but he's back now with uh, Mr. Kevin. Yo, what's up, y'all? What, up? Uh, what was that? Nah, man. I just, said, I just said what up. Oh, uh, yeah. Y'all can come check me out over at uh, twitch.tv slash SirKalo. Follow me over on Twitter at uh, at SirKalo. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Jesse, why don't you plug your uh, Twitch as well? I don't think you did that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I was going to go on that on my week. But, um, yeah, obviously catch me on Nerds the Podcast. And there's a Nerds the Podcast for Twitch. But I recently started streaming myself. Um almost every day it's pretty but I, I stream like late so it's like 8 p.m and after up until like four or five in the morning uh and that's the jester 954 t-h-e-j-e-s-t-e-r 954 uh so yeah it's been a lot of fun yeah uh, i guess we'll get into your week so we can start with you jesse i know i've seen you um playing a couple of different things i know some fighters and stuff like that um why don't you go to get into what you've been playing so you pop so, in a wrestling game. Yes. So yeah, yeah. So I'll get on that. So um I've been playing a bunch of stuff, you know, other than the pod, you know, doing nerds and stuff. We I had my buddy Brian, my oldest friend was on recently, and we took they they pretty much talked about Star Wars. Like Aaron's kind of a cynic and a critic, and Brian is like a Skywalker bloodline purist. So watching them go at it was pretty fun. That was a good episode, man. I and enjoyed that about one. Their pants for dude, that I'm, I am never looking at leg presses the same again, dude. I am so careful on the leg press machine. Like I am not shitting myself while doing a leg press. I don't want to do loves that. that. He just has wants any excuse to tell that story. dude. It's yeah. so <laughs> Every well, time he can bring it up, he's like, you ever shit your pants before? You always want to talk about shitting your <laughs> yeah, pants. Yeah, when uh when that came up, he seemed like ready. He's like, "Yo, I could do this." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Aaron, he's got a story Aaron as well." Like those two guys can talk about. First off, I'm surprised that how often these guys are shitting their pants. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> it, it was alarming how often it was when they were saying like it's almost a couple times a year dude i can't yeah. place the last time i shit my pants yeah and i mean i've been lucky i never have you know I mean, <laughs> they don't they don't believe me brian's like you're just being shy you're not being real and i'm like no dude i'm sorry that i'm that i'm that poop shy and scared of even talking about that shit that trust me dog yeah if i ever shit my pants in public i'm gonna I'm dead. I'm not going to yeah, be there tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, uh, not really, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So we had a good, fun podcast. Oh, I also heard that you said that you felt like I was trolling you with um, Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because like, you play so un- un- unorthodox that I'm like, God, like, of course this guy's using double cestus, running around with no shirt on. Of like, because like, cause me and Aaron always play like sword and board, like shield, sword, uh, 
medium heavy armor or you're like mm. blocking but no it's cool that everybody plays different i don't think you're truly trolling but i think you just play different i'm yeah excited to see how you tackle dark souls 3 and uh i mean have you even started the dlcs no i actually have so i'm in the middle of dark souls 2 but i'll get into that on my week yeah, yeah. i so was we'll just poking at time. you about what you were saying on the podcast about me because you're like it's uh, trolling he's in the church punching people in the face with no shirt on <laughs> and i feel like it's an attack on me <laughs> no no um no but it's all love you know how it is no uh, yeah no. it's a good episode y'all should check out the nerds the podcast and check out that episode about star yeah, wars it was thanks, good man. um yeah so i've been uh so basically aaron's been streaming often so when he streams, I jump into his party chat and then like some of the listeners join in. There's a couple that are they're always joining in. So we've been having fun. Yeah, shout out and to so, Moonwitch. She's been yeah, jumping Moonwitch in a lot of my um she's been jumping on my streams almost all the time as well. And yeah, uh, she's the homie. In. She's the she's the real one, son. She's oh she's always down mm-hmm. to jump in. Um but so yeah, so I see Aaron streams often. So I I go in there and I'm like, oh, this is fun. And somebody was like, dude, set up your fucking Twitch already. And I realized like, why not? So, and I'm blessed enough to be, you know, to do this podcasting thing. So it's a little bit more incentive. Like, it's not like I have an install base, but kind of, of the hundreds of listeners, at least like three or four, you know, like I think I hit like 15 or 20 followers within like a day or two of even saying like, oh, I have a Twitch. So that was pretty fun. Uh, I personally have been mostly streaming fighting games. So I I play fighting games and I just run through arcade mode with every character and beat the game a million times. So some people come in expecting like high level play, but it's like, nah, dude, the rounds are set to one, difficulties at 40%, and I'm just going to grind fighting games. And some people like watching that. It's pretty fun. You get to see the characters. I've also done a little bit of like, um, what was it? Mortal Shell, uh, but mostly fighters. Like last night, I just did anime fighters. I did Undernight and Birth, um, EXE latest clear. Uh, streamed a little bit of Stardew with the homies, some Tekken, uh, seven. So, I did put in WWE 2K20 the other day because I really personally like that game a lot. I love wrestling games. They're basically combat simulators, and I really enjoy them. I realized people don't like people don't like wrestling because <laughs> people would come in and just leave and i'm like oh but there's some Hilarious. i'm still gonna play it anyways because i really enjoy it and uh and that game has some really cool stuff in it mm. so i will continue to play that every now and then maybe even some fire pro wrestling world um i was playing persona 5 royal i put a good chunk into it the first couple of days and i I need to stick with it because I cannot back down from that game. I need to stick with this fucking game and do this. But the issue is I feel like it's not a good streaming game for me right mm. now. Mm. But I, I can't I can't just do that and like, oh, I can only play shit people want to watch because like, I don't mean to be rude. Like, fuck them. You're yeah, watching what I, I want to play. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you can join yeah. or not. It's cool. Exactly, because I, I mean, it's really narrative heavy. Like Persona's Five Royals, pretty much what I'm the most stoked about right now. Um, I talked about it on the podcast a little bit. I talked about it on the streams a lot. Like, I kind of like this week we didn't do an episode. We just said fuck it, let's just stream because we either had to do an episode Tuesday, or or like wait until next Tuesday because our schedules are fucked. Yeah, and yeah. we had done an episode Friday, so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go stream. And when you're streaming for two, three hours, and there's people in there. Or like four or five hours, 
it's kind of basically an interactive podcast because we do talk and have fun. So I figured, um, that's how Castle Super Beast basically does it. They don't play the games, but they Twitch stream the whole thing. You hear them talking to chat from time to time during the podcast episodes. Yeah. Super Beast has a, a racket. How the, What they do is is they beat the game all at once, but they cut it into 30-minute segments. So they beat those games way, way, way long ago. But they only put them out every scheduled out 30 minutes at a time. So they can take a game that they beat in a week, but they they have a a 30 minute episode every week for like six months. And that's where they get a lot of their views. I'm not trying to, I think it's a good idea. It's a good plan. Cause like Aaron will go on and just stream mortal shell for five hours. They yeah. would have turned that into 10 episodes that they would have released every, every once or twice a week, which would be a couple months worth of content. And that's how they get, I mean, they have a pretty rabid following also. Yeah. Um, the fact they don't even upload the video podcast. I think you have to be, on their disc, like their Patreon or Discord or something, uh, or maybe they do it for free. I'm not sure where. No, they No, I think podcasts. they do upload it on YouTube, uh, the video. Because I, no, I, I've come across. They only it. upload clips. The whole episode, they don't upload that shit unless uh, I'm looking at wrong. Maybe they, maybe it's just clips I saw and not the whole. Um, yeah. Thing. Okay. They'll do yeah. like one clip every now and then, but I think because if you notice their chat, those are people they've known forever, like years and years. So they don't yeah. just let anybody in their chat. That's why, like, they talk to chat because they know them. Um, mm. But, yeah, so I'm enjoying the streaming thing. It's kind of fun. I see why you do it, Kev. Uh, so, yeah, I really enjoy it. Just been playing a lot of video games and uh, playing different stuff. And, um, yeah, video games, podcasts. Uh, that's, I think that's about fucking it. Just pretty much just been Twitch streaming random-ass games. So go mm. to twitch.tv slash the jester 954 there's still some stuff i need to figure out how it works i mean i have a profile pic that's cool but i need to figure out like i gotta figure out like what do i do for like a camera setup i want to mm. like set up a camera but i don't want it just be like a depressing shot of like a 35 year old sitting in his messy ass bedroom like <laughs> i want to figure something out uh, like maybe put a camera on like a boom that I'm using for my mic now and like maybe just get a green sheet behind me and boom, green, green screen. That way it's just, you know, chest up with a little background. Um, Kevin's got a little fancy work he does. He's got a little green screen behind him and um, some other things like that. And Kevin's also started up his own little Discord uh, chat where a lot of the people I think he networks with on the streaming or even watch him on streaming are able to message him uh, off stream and contact them like that. Um, nice. Because I'm in that, and uh, I see the messages from time to time. Right, Kev? Kevin? Oh, he died. No, he's not dead. He's alive. Um, oh, shit. Uh, I thought I unmuted. Yeah, <laughs> my cool. mic was muted. Yeah, but I thought I had unmuted it. But, yeah, my stream's been... Stream's been uh, catching on for a while. I've been networking with people, like you said, streaming. I got like 16 subscribers this nice. already this month. So, yeah. So, uh, and I usually have people coming in. They come in. They come and go, and everything. But yeah, you, that's really the good way to um, to to like stream on Twitch. Like if you want to get big, just to network with people, people you know, and everything. Because a lot of people, I've been hanging around the Mario and like Zelda and like Nintendo communities for like I don't know the last like almost five years. So people know me around there. So I, I, people already knew me when I already started streaming and everything, That's you true. know? Yeah. 
you know, I kind of take a different approach to streaming. Like when I stream, like I'm streaming Chrono Trigger right now. I just started playing through Chrono I Trigger saw again. That, man, I saw you doing it. And I was like, man, that's dope. Yeah, I'm playing through Chrono Trigger again, but this time I'm playing through it. I'm kind of trying to make it a little entertaining and shit because, you know, it's an RPG and everything and there's no voice acting in it. So I try to do the voices for all the characters, try to give all the characters different voices and shit and make it entertaining and everything. People seem to like it. And I try to, I like ask them, oh, well, what do you want this person to do? And if you remember Gaspar at the end yeah. uh, that you meet, he's the old man that you meet at the end of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody wanted me to give him Herman, Herb the Perv's voice. So yeah. <laughs> I, was just all, I just gave him Herb the Perv's voice. I got popsicles in my basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and all that shit. And like people laugh and joke and it's just, it's just all for good fun. Yeah, so I, I like that, doing it. You got uh, 95 followers on your Twitch. I just looked it up, man. That's what's up, dude. Nice, yeah, dude. I got ninety-five people following me, so I'm getting I'm getting traction a little by little. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Very I'm gonna cool. have to jump on when I see you do Metal Gear, dude. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna end up doing Metal Gear uh, eventually this month. I'm gonna be uh, I just put the announcement out in my Discord. Yeah, you're doing horror uh, games, right? What kind of horror? Yeah, stuff I'm gonna be horror doing? games. I've never played the Silent Hill games. Uh, really? So I'm, going to go, I'm gonna go ahead and play those. I'm gonna start with those, and I've been asking uh people in my Discord, my chat, what they want me to see me play. Somebody said they want me to play uh, House of a Thousand Jump Scares. I saw um, that. That's I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try. I'll try that out. Mm-hmm. I didn't and know that was. I thought it was a joke. I thought he was just playing off the movie. I didn't know that was an actual game. House. Of yeah, a that's a game. Scares. Oh no shit. Right, that's not cool. Yeah, I uh, I played Silent Hill two. That's the only one I've played. I hear that's really the best one that they have. Um, but right. I, I would probably wouldn't mind going back and playing the other silent Hills. It's a, it's an interesting series. Yeah. So. I'm just going to start with the original one. Mm-hmm. Just start with the original one. Work. I might play one, two and three. Yeah. One is really good. I mean, it's, it's a little ugly because it's an old game, but I remember playing that. I mean, I played it when it was on PS one and that was the newest system, mm. but it was pretty cool. I remember the piano. The uh, the piano puzzle. Yeah. Uh, as far as what else I've been playing, I'm just, I started playing uh, Mario 35, the Battle Royale. It's actually pretty damn fun. If you're someone who's like in Mario, you like playing Mario, it is kind of fun. I played it for like a good three, four hours the other day when it first came out. You know, nice. I, I got like 10, I got like 10 wins under my belt. What do you mean Mario 35? What's that? Yo, you didn't see the announcement for Mario's like anniversary, the 35th anniversary, uh, when they announced yeah, it's the new All Stars, right? Yeah, the new All Stars is the 3D game. Then they announced some other stuff too, like uh, the original All Stars is on the um, Super Nintendo Online service now. It's on there. Ooh. You can play the original All Stars, and they came out with their own. They came out with their own Mario Battle Royale, and basically that's what Mario 35 oh, is. You, that's cool. Yeah, it's you. It's kind of like tetra 99 style where it's you versus 34 other players and the object of the game is basically to survive as long as you can instead of because uh, instead of like trying to complete the game as fast as you can or whatever you get cycled through the same levels because as you play the game you unlock more and more levels and you get cycled through like the same levels at random um and as you kill enemies and shit you can send them to other people and they got the different um categories you can send them to least time i mean uh most coins like least time and random and attackers and you can choose who you want to send these enemies to and there's a little bit of strategy to it about like when what you send where and when yeah. to try to mess people up and basically you just try to survive you just try to survive as long as you can play mario one 
That's cool. That's dope. Um, you should put Eric on that bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> we actually did a podcast recording where we played the Mario. I think it was the first Mario, right? That we put Eric on. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah. he he was tasked with trying to beat it during the podcast because he never beat a Mario game before. And sadly, he failed that task. So It's a hard task, bro. Those games aren't easy. Yep. Yep. Um, so what else you been playing, man? Uh, aside from that, what what else have I been messing with? I haven't really been messing with you, my jail son. I think besides um, well tomorrow I'm probably I'm, when I stream tomorrow I'm gonna be doing another zooter and then I'll probably start up a uh, Silent Hill after that because Saturday is my zooter day. That's what everybody likes watching me for because they like watching me do my uh my Zelda randos. Mm, okay. So I'm gonna probably do a start to stream with one of those and then I'll go into Silent Hill afterwards. Okay, cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. I actually, I, you know, I've been meaning to get back. Speaking of horror games, I've been meaning to get back into Resident Evil Three Remake and do um, the Inferno mode, or whatever the harder difficulty mode that unlocked after I beat it on Hardcore mode. Um, to do that, because I hear that's actually a more interesting run of the game. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been meaning to get around to that. I'm getting distracted with other things and uh, kind of more focused with Dark Souls right now. So I've actually, you know, done Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Now I'm into Dark Souls too. Nice. And um, I'm uh, some, I guess, wherever I am in the game. Um, <laughs> it yeah. sounds like you playing Dark Souls too. Yeah. Wherever the hell I am. Wherever I am. Yeah, in the game. it's a big world, dude. It's yeah, big... and it seems to be a lot of shit that I'm doing ahead of what I should be doing. And I think I've been yeah. having a harder you time were, with it because in Brightstone, Seldona, like your first or second day i'm like dude you that's that's not like late game but that's mid game stuff so i wonder yeah the route you're taking yeah so you know the game is really open right yeah so i got i i went through the like the little first area and i found the the giant the land of the giants area and i Correct. did i did that the and beat force of the fall giants. yeah first the force of the fall giants and i beat that um and then I got a softener. Now, before I went to that place, I found an area where there's a petrified woman holding a switch. Yes. And so when I got the the item and I read what it did, I was like, oh, I can free her and see what that stuff is. And yeah. that sitted me into the shaded forest. And oh so God, I, and you're in that's a bitch area, bro. I, I did. I actually did completely like my second boss fight was the scorpion lady. Okay. Damn dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. yeah and I punched her to death. Uh, and then my oh, third, okay. you went forest of the fallen giants into the shaded wood into. Yes. Into where the lions are. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. I did it that route. And then I killed the scorpion lady. And um and then I went in and if you go there you can find your way to a campsite with those um soldiers and you can actually cut over and I guess maybe it's the back way you go through a cave full of spiders and stuff mm-hmm. and I found the crypt where the church was and that was my third boss fight. Okay. And and that's when I did that one. Yeah, that's wacky order. Yeah, well, see, I went, I went the way I think you're supposed to go technically, um, where these giant knights with swords were. Um, Hides Tower Flame. Yes, Correct. and like I was killing them, but I was like, yeah, they're kind of taking a lot of hits, and they seem pretty strong. 
maybe I'll just check out this other area. Because I, was, I wasn't sure. Like Maybe I'm not supposed to go here first or whatever the case was. So I went the other way and got jumped by all these poison monster dudes. And like I struggled my way through. I hated those, uh, those spirits because you can't lock on to them. The little mm-hmm. ghost in the fog. Because yeah. they'll pop out at you, and you can't lock on, and you just got to swing on dudes. them. Yeah, they'll backstab the shit out of you. Yeah, they did it to me quite a few times. But um, I actually did finish that area, and then I came back to it later when I found out about the Whisper Ring and mm-hmm. like went and talked to that scorpion dude, and then um, I unpetrified some of the lions back there and found the, the headless body that yeah, i fought him i shared a lot of that on the yeah yeah and i'm wearing his helmet like i'm wearing his helmet no shirt gloves and um you know whatever pants uh now yeah, i'm a woman good, i changed my good, um he's a good uh his helmet's really good like, yeah I, I always find myself wearing that for a decent amount of the game yeah I just like the look of it. It's pretty cool. So I just got yeah, it on. You, you swapped genders? Yeah, I did. I didn't know what I was doing, and I swapped genders in that crypt. I found that, and uh, Moonwitch seems to like that I'm a female character. So I was like, okay, you're watching me all the time. I'll just keep a female for a while at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's much yeah, difference. It's funny, dude. Yeah. yeah. Gender, gender fluid. Dark That's it, man. Curve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just change the genders, man. Um that easy. All you have to do is kill yourself and go in a coffin. Yeah. Um <laughs> actually that's pretty tasteless. <laughs> Transgender suicide joke. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's no, all right. Not here. It's okay. We can say whatever we want. Uh, yeah, you can say whatever you want. You know, care. you know, you know, I, I advertise our podcast on my Twitch channel. I have the panel on my thing. So anybody yeah. anybody clicks on it and hears that joke, they're gonna be mad at me. You know? <laughs> well, um, that's all right. That hate my way, mob. Yeah. That's that's your boy, the Jester nine five four from Nerds. Yeah, you can, can send it that mad. way. Um, let's see. So these are a couple of people I guess I've fought and beaten, and you can maybe give me a grasp of how far I am into it and whatnot. So, um, actually, I had a rough time with the Rotten. That dude gave me some problems because it was literally one hit kills almost. Like, I could get hit maybe once, and then the second time I'm dead. And if certain moves he would do would just kill me in almost one hit. Do you know kind of around what level you're at? 80. 80 okay okay so you're yeah you got you leveled a good amount mm. i don't know i guess maybe like with like i said a, a million times it's like different bosses give certain people trouble and yeah. some don't like yeah. you've been able to like one shot certain bosses where i'm like the fuck but then something like the rotten never really gave me that much trouble but yeah it is a bitch of a boss fight it's a big poison monster kind of thing yeah Whenever he hits me with the cleaver, it just does a lot of damage. He actually was a struggle. I finally beat him though, so I've beaten the the rotten. Uh, I've beaten the center. The was it the lost center? Yep, he he center. wasn't he wasn't too bad. I died a few times Girl, to him, but a woman, huh? It's a woman. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I didn't realize it looked that. like okay, it, but cool. it is. Well, it was hard to see. It was all dark. I, I wasn't yeah. really, <laughs> I didn't really pay in mind the lost center. So I beat her. Um, she wasn't too bad. Um, I've I've done that one. Let's see where else have I gone through. Right now, I'm at the in the eth ethereal plane. Is that how you say it? Ethereal plane. Yeah, it's it's a it's a place where there's a lot of poison containers that if you roll into them, poison they'll shoot all over oh, you. And you're, you mean and, Black Gulch? Or, no, 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 no. Black Gulch is where Rotten is. He's, you're talking. Yeah. He's talking about where he's gonna fight. 
I don't even want to ruin the boss fight, but is there a big windmill in the background? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, called, yeah. That's called something else. Um, no, that's something else. I actually already did that area, and I beat that giant sloth boss that would roll around, and you, I punched that thing to death. Um, so, wait, have you been to the pirate ship? Yes, I did the pirate ship stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that led me to the Lost Center, I think, if I remember right. It was kind of through yeah. that that I got there. That sent you to the the prison island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait, I did have you found the last Bastille? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you haven't found Harbor Valley yet, then? Huh? No, that's I'm I'm up there right Valley. now. That's, that's the poison shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's Harbor Valley, and you meet the girl who sells the stones. Yes. Mm-hmm. I met her already. I'm, I'm past a little bit of that. Um. You know who she is? She's the blacksmith's daughter, right? Yes. In uh, in the main town that you go to, I heard him talk about his daughter getting into the stones and shit. And then when you talk to her, it's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, it's pretty neat. I found the other blacksmith though, who actually sells you the good shit—the large titanite and the um, large titanite stones and stuff. And then he can infuse your. So like, I've infused one of my fists to be raw, so it's a little more powerful, and my other fist is infused with poison. So that nice. way, yeah. Then you kind of use that. Um. But yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool. I've been using that, just my fist and um, the crossbow for projectiles. And then I just started playing around with pyromancy. Uh, I've got like a four on a giant fireball that I can yeah, throw Yeah, but I've been seeing you. I've been popping in the stream. I've seen you punching up shit. And yeah. then like you would, like something's far away. You like usually poison like enemies and shit. You'll shoot them with the crossbow. Yep. Like, yeah. Well, I've done it for two reasons. Typically, if there's enemies far away, I use the crossbow because I need some kind of projectile to deal with some other enemies that are just crossbowing it up. And um, also, the crossbow helps me deal with, like, small dogs or, like, people crawling on the floor because with the fist, it's actually been fairly difficult with the cameras and stuff to actually punch things on the ground. Like, one of the bosses I'm having a lot of trouble with is actually... um, that giant dog in the uh, the Pharaoh's place. Yeah, uh, the, the the rat king's dog or whatever. The... Y- yeah. yeah, it's like a rat dog type kind of thing or whatever. Yes, the fuck it, it has. I did like Sif. You got to get under its feet and just chop away its ankle. Yeah, well, that's actually fighting him is really not that big of a deal. I kind of get how to fight him. It's killing those four little dogs that run after you at the beginning of it. I can't yeah, I just usually run away. I run away from him and I try to get the, get rid of those as soon that, as possible. That's yeah, that's what I've been trying to do, but I'm having a tough time. The crossbow takes two hits uh, for each one, and I can kill about two of them before I got a dip. But then the other two, like, if I just leave them alone, they will put me. They'll give me toxic, and I'm dead when that happens. Yeah, so, toxic is brutal in this game. Yeah, because it doesn't. Because like poison, you see it working toxic as soon as that meter hits it hits you with so much damage yeah you're pretty much dead and if you're not you have you're anyone can just breathe on you and you'll die so toxic is super bitch in that game yeah you still have so much though you see how much you've done there's still so much of that game yeah yeah Yeah. there is there have you have you tried power stancing your cestus yet yeah Yes, actually, I just figured that out. Um, where if you hold triangle, 
it'll change the stance and the the new attack pattern actually puts enemies in a better hit stun. So that yeah. shit has been pretty dope because you can hit like a one and then if you hit the L1 button, it'll do a one, two punch. So you do one, one, two, one, one, two, one, one, yeah. two, and you can keep them locked up and just mix on them. And it's a, it's a pretty oh, yeah. dope little um, fighting stance. Yeah. Cestus, mm. Cestus is, they're, they're fun weapons. I've always, I've done a Cestus run just about, uh, well, I haven't done one in Dark Souls 2 because I haven't played 2 that much. I don't really like it. But I have done them in both 1 and 3. Mm. And I love Cestus. Mm. So, yeah, that's why I was wondering if you figured me, out about power stancing yet. What got me interested in the Cestus was actually I I found the uh, – in Dark Souls 1, I found the – I was able to make it. Um, It was like a dragon bone thing. It was like a fist, but it was like a it made out of like a dragon it's a mm -hmm. it's like a boss weapon and you can uppercut the shit out of enemies and they go flying and it was like a mm -hmm. fist weapon i thought that's kind of fun i was like man but it oh, scaled yeah, it you fucking sure you can hell out yeah of but it scaled highly off of strength and i put all my shit into decks so i was like well this weapon's not really good for what i do but i think it'd be kind of cool to play around with that so then when i found necessitas and the Dark Souls 2, I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to just do like a fist, like just like a run thing, like punching and shit. And so that's what got me kind of interested in doing that. Um, but I don't know if there's that many other great fist weapons to play around with or not. Like The claw. Uh, yeah. But the see, the claw, claw, wouldn't that be more into dex than strength? Yeah, like I'm pumping strength up. So. Chaos. Because that, um, that weapon... It has a uh, high strength scaling. It's A in strength scaling, and it's okay. B in Dex. So Dex is is good. I've been pumping Dex up a little bit, but I've been really throwing everything in the strength. Just throwing okay. everything in the strength, bulk, bulking up that way, so that I'm doing more damage. Like even like um, some enemies, man, I really take it out. And then like the bone and the skeleton enemies, I blow through those dudes. Like that uh that boss fight where the, all the skeleton enemies pop up. You know which one yeah. where you have the three, and Those once you kill kings and a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I I did that like on my second try. Like I blew through that. I that yeah, I'm so sure, strong. Yeah, like the skeletons are weak to blunt damage. Yeah, I'm so strong. I just beat the shit out of them. It was you know not too bad. I got scared at first though because the bone wheels came back and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> bone wheels. Yeah, but it was only like two of them, and I was able to maneuver around and and knock them out, and it wasn't bad. That was good. So, um, but yeah, I did that. I, I've knocked out quite a few bosses, but from what y'all telling me, there's still a lot more to go. So that's cool. I'm uh, yeah, down for it. There's a, a lot more, not a lot, a lot, but there are a fair amount more like worlds. So we're going to try our best to not tell you the type of shit you're going to run into. I kind of feel um, like um, maybe at a halfway point of the game, potentially. Maybe, but if the problem is, is when you add the DLCs, they're enormous. Ah, uh, wow. Okay. They're, I mean, I won't say enormous, but they're pretty big. The, the, there's three DLCs, and they all three of them pretty much have two phases. So each of them's like two big worlds. Mm. So there's like six. Okay. Um, they're big, dude, and they're they're rough. Yeah. So we're going to see how you do against the Fume Knight. Okay. Let's see how you do against Fume Knight, bro. He's one of the he's one of the ones that sticks around. The way people talk about Ornstein and Smo and Dark Souls One, Fume Knight is like the boss. And then there's another thing that I'm not going to tell you about. There is another thing. 
Oh shit! Have you been to the lava fire world yet? No, I don't think I have. Oh, cool. That's no, I don't cool think world. gotten there yet. No. Yeah, he hasn't, be... fought, he hasn't fought in him. He hasn't gotten to that place yet. Okay. Well, that one guy's not so bad. It's the version in the DLC. But anyways, um, yeah, man, it's a really cool game. It's got a lot. Uh, you see how it's different though from one. Yeah, I actually do like one better so far. Like, yeah, when you get around to three, you're gonna see how one and three are a pair, and two is the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, and I mean that in a nice way. It's the redheaded stepchild that you should still love. Cause don't be a fucking asshole to children. I mean, like, Dark Souls Two is good. Um, I'm, I wouldn't say it's a bad game. That's not even it. I, I definitely think it's a tougher game. I feel like it's harder than what one was so far. Um, there's a lot. Yeah, I think people would agree with that. But I feel like it's harder for like maybe some of the wronger reasons. Cause it's like uh, it's more gimmicky. Okay, I can like. see. I can see that if you're talking like there is a lot of more like. Like, for instance, the Glutch, right? And those little stones that shoot poison. Glutch. That shit was just felt more of a nuisance than um, okay. actual challenge. But right, so with those things, it so it, I think what happens is, is like, that's a part of Dark Souls I'm, I'm okay with, which is playing that shit so fucking slow yeah. and just looking at everything. So, so the Gulch is... There's the whole part with the rafters you got to climb down, and then there's the green glowy downstairs yeah. part with mm -hmm. the uh, the the little hand monsters that come out and the big worms. Now, yeah. have you noticed that with those puddles on the ground, they're oil, and if you throw a fucking fireball at them, you could just roll them into them with a lit torch, and they set on fire. Just yeah, roll you know, over them with the lit torch. Yeah. So that area is a bitch because of all the poison, but it's actually not that big. It's just a little run up it's to not. the. Yeah, so I use fire arrows. I stand far away, and I just light every little puddle up. So usually using the crossbow. I personally like to use the bow and arrow because ammo is way cheaper. I don't really use the ammo as a means to kill enemies. I used it to, to like, to draw them forward. So if I see a group Typically, of four... Typically, that's the best I'll way just, to use it. Yeah, I just do that. But um, I use fire arrows and light all those things on fire and stuff like that, and... uh. Yeah, like I, I kind of like. Well, I, I guess like playing that area of the, the of the gulch. The problem I have with the gulch area is is like punching the stones, and maybe it's just because of the weapon I've chosen, and that yes, could just be on me, and, that, and that's fine. But I just hate that it has to be that difficult with the camera angles. That I I see the stone, I've got the camera angled down, I'm trying to punch a stone that's laying on its side shooting poison. And I just keep missing. It's that's what's frustrating about it is stupid shit like that. Like yeah, just that's not the that's not that's only one of the things with some of yeah. the shit like that. Like hitboxes in in, in two, they feel they feel kind of changed. It it's like, it, it is. It, it even parrying has been a weird thing than what it was in one. Uh, it is a little more difficult to pull off uh, with that. I've been having tr a lot more trouble with it, actually, in 2. It feels uh, weird. The hitboxes feel weird. Um, the uh, Just trying to hit, like... The timings and shit feel different. Like, yeah, yeah like, parries in 1 are, are, they're, like... I'm not going to say they're easy, but they're definitely easier than they are in 2. Yes, definitely, are. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, also, you have to remember, Dark Souls 2 is the only one not made by the Root team and the and yeah. to me is not yeah. so he he approved everything but mm -hmm. he wasn't there with them so it, that's why it's like it's not really con it is connected but it's like 
That's why I always refer it's it's I refer to it as an other because it's yeah. like he was off working on Bloodborne when mm. another team was doing Dark Souls too. Yeah, I mean, did, did, there there are things about it that are kind of interesting, but I guess I'm trying to find the best way to explain what my issues are with two. Um, I think some of it too is it feels sometimes it feels too overwhelming as far as like when I'm playing Dark Souls one, I feel like I can like. That's this area. That's that area. That's that area. Mm-hmm. And in and, and this one, there's so many like locked doors and like petrified people to come back to or those yes. Pharaoh stone oh, things yeah. to yeah. do yeah. too. And you, some of them are something. Some of them are just bullshit. Like I put in a Pharaoh stone in one of the places and it just opened up a door for a, a, a oh, useless enemy. Some of those are traps. Yeah, some of those put a pharaoh stone in, and a freaking buzzsaw will come out the ground and cut your feet off. Oh, amazing, amazing. Um, but so that this yeah. yeah. see that's what I'm talking about gimmicks and shit. Like no, you're freaking to the choir. Okay like, these it's aren't a, new complaints. It's a damn temple. It I like the traps. I mean, but yeah, you'll see. The further you get, you'll see that when you go to your travel menu in the bonfire. Yeah, there's like fifty something bonfire actually that's that's one thing i actually do like though is the fast travel to anywhere in two you don't have that in one one you fast travel Mm -hmm. to areas uh you actually can do that in one but there's an item you need to unlock it oh really okay okay i didn't know that that's interesting yeah you probably didn't find it no i didn't yeah you can try you can fast travel to bonfires in one but well i mean you can travel the fast travel to bonfires in one but you can't fast travel to every single bonfire in one no not every one yeah that's the point i'm making once you find the yeah I think it's I think it's the Lord Vessel. Yeah, find, yeah. You know, I, I found Lord Vessel after Anorlando. You well, you gotta find the Lord Vessel. I mean, that's part yeah. of the story. So I mean, no, I can fast travel in one. My point was in two, you can fast travel everywhere. Like every bonfire, you can mm-hmm. fast travel to any other bonfire. Yeah, one is the only game that does that. The rest of them, you can go everywhere. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I actually did like that with two, is the bonfire travel system. But that's that's not too bad there. Yeah, um, the life gems, bro. Life gems are the shit. Yeah. Because you have Estus. I always keep 99 life gems on me because they're so easy to just crush three of them, and then your yeah. health is just regenerating. Yeah. Actually, really I actually do like the health system in two. Uh, one yeah. felt a little too easy with it. Like, you can just be like, here's 20. Like, just use some humanity. Uh, and one, I mean, in two, you've got to, like, find items to get more Estus and find items to make the Estus heal more. And I yes. think that's kind of interesting. I actually don't hate that it's it's built Bo- that like way. Bone ash they do start really some of that stuff. And yeah. the humanity in Dark Souls 1, it has another purpose besides just healing. Mm-hmm. You can use it for other shit, but it's usually because well, you get it. Well, it's, the humanity in 1 was also tied to your online stuff, where in 2, yeah. I've had people yeah. invade me uh, regardless if I'm human or not. So that's also kind of interesting that they make that distinction that it doesn't really matter. Like, well, they do have our uh, NPC invasions in two. They have a lot of them, and the NPC vaders. Well, they have, have both. One thing I got to give credit yeah. to for two is that they're actually kind of smart. The, the NPC vaders, because they will act a lot like humans. They will even do gestures and shit. Yeah. So. Okay, that's cool. But no, I mean, I knew this was a human because of the name. You can tell when the 
the, the name of the person is invading is like, I did it and it's cool or some stupid shit, you yeah. know, where the NPC typically has like a okay, name. So you are actually playing online with invaders. Yeah, 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 I am. I am. I haven't had that many people invade. I've had a few NPCs invade, but not necessarily um, human invaders as much, but a few. Like I just had one earlier. He killed me. Um, so, yeah, you get that. Um, but I mean, overall, like I've been enjoying Dark Souls 2. I definitely plan to play it to the end. Uh, make it through. So the DLCs are so hard, but they're so good. Yeah, uh, very, mm. very, very good DLCs. All I gotta say is fuck those horses. Yeah. Oh god, fuck the horses. Fuck the cats. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Don't even just let's just stop. Oh my god. Fuck my life. I didn't even beat that shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the horses were doable. The fucking cats, bro. Anyways, well, I'll tell you that that's the only that's the only problem I feel like the that's the biggest problem I'm having with two is the hitbox shit, where like even like fighting like the one I was talking to you about the rat wolf thing or whatever, yeah. like I'm having trouble just because I can't actually punch the little dogs down below. You know, like that's it's frustrating when you're trying to do something and just the mechanics of the game are against you. That's well, I mean, so. Why don't you have a backup weapon? Have a keep a sidearm. Yeah, I mean, I got a crossbow I was using. I've been trying to just yeah, do I'm it off fist, but melee weapon. Yeah, I will, I will tell you the hacksaws of that game. You get a one-handed bandit axe, and you put that shit to raw damage ten. And I, I had to stop using that weapon. Not even a crazy axe. A regular bandit axe is a one-handed axe that just swings normal, and you. You put that shit to raw 10 or just like, it's just really strong. And I beat the shit out of that game with that stupid hand axe mm. to the point where I was like, this is ruining the game for me. I have to, I was doing like four or 500 damages damage a swing <laughs> and I could get like three, four swings off. And it took in the time it takes to do one great sword swing. Mm. So yeah, I right mean, now, I, that's actually one of the other things I do like about two over one is, um, the upgrade system where one you would upgrade a weapon and then basically if you're going to change it raw or whatever it resets the weapon where you've got to upgrade it again where it looks like in two you can just upgrade your weapon up to 10 and then just infuse it with whatever you want and it's yeah. and it's there or reverse infuse it yeah yeah two yeah. gives you the ability it's almost too much control because you can put any kind of gem on any kind of armor so you could turn any helmet into a poison resistance helmet or an mm. ice resistant or uh, this thing. So you could, you can almost, it's almost too much. Mm. And I would not recommend like crafting like a fire armor set. Just use shit, use this base stats. And um, like one time I spent like 20 twinkling titanite on my shield to level it to 10. And I did like 0. 0.02 like extra defense there's no reason to do that yeah. and you have to be super careful with your twinkling titanite that is limited you will run out of that shit mm. but yeah it's a good game dude it's a great game yeah, yeah yeah okay and you have much more to go and then and i even feel comfortable now i'm like you know what he doesn't need us like i think he should meaning you should kind of play these games on your own because like yeah. you definitely don't need the help I know it's fun to like co-op and shit. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward for you to get to play three because it's just not to be shallow. It's three is such an amazing looking game. Like Aaron started a file again in three 
And I was watching him play, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I forgot how fucking awesome this game looks. And mm. yeah, it's really special. Three is very special. They're they're all special in their own ways. Mm. But like somebody asked me the other day, what Dark Souls do I play first? And I asked, I told them, if you're going to play more than one, start with one. And if you can only play one in the series, get three Fire Fades edition. Okay. So either play if you can start somewhere, start at one or demons if you can. But if you can only play one game, I would one hundred percent say play three. Because that shit is yeah. pretty, bro. You know, it's interesting yeah. to have that might be a discussion for later because I was talking to somebody uh earlier today and they were just telling me like, Oh, I can't I can't play all the games. They look too terrible and I just can't go back to them. And I was like, damn, that really sucks, man, because some of these older games are actually still pretty fucking dope. But I wonder how many people feel that way about, like, older games, like Demon Souls. Like, when we was talking, actually, about that, and he was like, oh, I can't go back to old Demon Souls, man. It's just all PlayStation 3 shit, like, uh, I'm too playing 4, and now we got 5. It looks cool. still looks great. Hey, I mean, it's not the best, That's... but it still looks cool. I agree. I agree, but... Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, look, I man... It, Kev, tell you, well, we both went back and played Resident Evil 3 before the remake came out. We played the original PlayStation 1 earlier this year, right? Or was it last year? No, so. uh, yeah, uh, no, I think it was kind of around, was it the end of last year? I think it was. I forget when it was right like yeah, before Resident like Evil 3 came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I like to go back and play some of those old janky games. Like, it's all cool. Like, it's, to me, I still have fun with them. You know? Like, Summer. Yeah. Summer. Oh, that's all I, that, I stay playing old games that's, yeah. that's where that's all i stay playing because yeah. i i don't know well for I me i don't like some of the old games you go back to like 8-bit 16-bit all day let's go let's get it but like some ps1 games like tomb raider 1 bro is hey look yeah like some ps1 play, you know what it is about ps1 you know what it is about ps1 it's the way the ps1 did um they're 3D, 3D. And they're yeah. It was. It's the it's the dithering. It's 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 called dithering. It's like you can see a lot of textures and like the polygons popping and stuff and like all that stuff and it looks very kind of staticky. I'm gonna call it. Yes. It's, that's because of a thing called dithering and that that the PS1 uses to try to um, create like the depth and like kind of it's like a it's like a shitty form of anti-aliasing. But, okay. Yeah, because the PS One did not have a lot of memory. The PS One did not have a lot of memory. From what some I, games did it okay, like Tomb Raider was. I love Lara, but Tomb Raider One is really hard to play again. Yeah, but something like Spyro still plays pretty cool on PS One, and Croc, Croc still plays like the OG Croc. It's still kind of cool on PS One, man. And even yeah, like, I just well, booted up. Uh, I was trying out uh, Silent Hill just a little bit just to configure it on my uh, RetroArch and everything just to kind of configure everything. And uh, and it didn't look that bad. Like, it didn't look yeah. that damn bad to me. I know I'm playing I it on didn't think Resident so Evil 3. I didn't think Resident Evil 3 looked that bad. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil 3 was actually yeah, pretty dope. I actually enjoyed uh, Resident Evil 3 playing that like a PlayStation 1 classic. Um, Resident but Evil then 3 we kind of grew up. We grew up with those things. So we kind it's yeah. kind of got a nostalgia factor for us. So I can kind of see how like maybe some of the younger generation. Man, it's like if so. we wanted to go back and play Atari. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think we could go back and play Atari if those games were good. I, and the truth is those games are trash. Yeah. Because those games have like, I've heard I've heard some eighties babies swear by fucking Atari games. Fucking yeah. nostalgia goggles though, because those games are like two lines of code. If yeah. you go back and play Adventure, you're just like a block. It's like it, it, it 
you literally you do need a lot of anim- yeah. imagination. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I mean, even like Atari couldn't even fucking run Pac-Man. That shit. Well, it did have Pac-Man, but it was it, a it was a different. It, it wasn't the arcade version of Pac-Man. You, yeah, go look at Pac-Man on Atari and tell me if you if. If someone paid you, would you even play? You know what I mean? Like that game. <laughs> bad, yeah. Well, I'm gonna finish off my week just to mention that. Um, you know, I was trying to get to play with him today, but Eric couldn't get on. Uh, but I did get Marvel vs. Capcom three for nice. my PlayStation four. It's been a oh, long shit. time since I played that, uh, and me and Eric have had legendary I'll fights. Take you for a ride. But, that's I know that's MVC two, but uh, yeah. me and Eric went deep went deep into Marvel vs. Capcom 3 back in the day I mean we would play it okay. all fucking night then I'd call him in the morning while we were running routes and shit and we would Wait. just talk about be- frame data about like overhead hits and like low attacks and how to string yeah. combos together yeah and- I remember that Eric used to talk me up on even though I'm not like that big into fighting games oh, like yeah. that and he even showed me this combo video I think it was with Thor in like NBC3 he has this amazing fucking combo yep. like video that is like instant kill if you get fucking yeah caught. thor thor has some broken shit like that spider-man has some like um i had a i had a one-hit killer uh spider-man combo for a bit it was a it was a reset that you can do and you can kill enemies in one because you can pop them in the air and then when they reset you can actually do his ground super where he jumps in the air and does the spider web thing and he'll yeah. spin around and slam them on the ground and yeah, when it's he, like a jumping command grab. Is it jump? Yeah, but it's from the ground. And if you do that, they lay on the ground, and you can pop them up and combo them again. And then you can reset that over and over, and you can Damn. like, yeah, it's pretty broken. Yeah, it's pretty broken with Spider Man. Um, Speaking of fighting games, what do you guys think about uh, Minecraft Steve? The fighter reveal for Smash. Oh yeah, they sure. Steve. Uh, I have no comment on that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, it's Smash, and you know it's okay. I don't mean I don't want to be rude about it. It's yeah, fine. I don't yeah. I don't play it. It's neat. If I had a mm-hmm. if I had Nintendo systems, when I did have Nintendo systems, I did own those games for the single player content. Yeah. But um, yeah, no thanks. I, I also don't play Minecraft, yeah. so I'm sure it's a fun for everyone. Yeah. Um, but, oh. I will say this though on a different subject. Uh I have kind of picked up a little bit on Devil May Cry five. Uh Devil May Cry five again. Um trying to finish off that run on Dante Must Die mode. And I'm on mission seventeen now. And um, you know, it's still been good. I enjoy playing with Dante. Um I'm looking forward to the re release. They have legendary dark I think it was like legendary dark knight mode, I wanna say it's called. It was from four. And uh, they're doing that with five on the new release, which I'm excited mm. about because that is the mode where they just put like 50 and they just populate just shit tons of enemies on the screen. Yeah. And it's, it's like, just I want chaos. Like something like a million in the game. Just something like, yeah. They want like from start to finish. You are technically going to kill about a million things. Oh, and Devil May Cry 4, I started a new file on the special edition and started at Legendary Dark Knight mode. Okay, by the time I grinded through the first level, I had enough uh, souls to upgrade the character completely because oh there's God. that many enemies <laughs> to where you just got that many red orbs because like you can you can look at my Instagram feed 
uh, it's down a ways. But down a ways, I had some videos of me doing that on um, Devil May Cry 4. And, like, you would just see, there was, like, one area where you'd see me walk into a room, and then you see, like, a knight pop up, and all of a sudden you see night, 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 and it just all, like, fill the room. And it's just like, holy shit. And it's pretty crazy shit. It's fun, though. Like, I actually really like doing that. I like that it's coming in this special edition. Um, and also that Virgil's playable in the special edition. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if it's worth. Are you telling me you're going to do this again? When the special one comes out, you're going to beat it on every difficulty again? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, my God. I (laughs) I don't know, man. It depends how I'm feeling. But, um, I will say this, though. I don't think it's worth the money, how they're, from what I'm hearing about what it is. Like, when Legendary Dark Knight mode came out for four, you had Trish... Lady, Virgil, like all of them were playable characters. Yeah, you had yeah, the new mode, characters. all that shit. In this one, you're getting Virgil and like two new modes, a uh, few update things like that. But it's, it really feels like something that should have been just like a $20 update to your current purchase yeah. or maybe a $40, $50 if you never bought the game. You know, yeah. maybe something like that. Um, it sounds like it's just cry five. Do you, it's not even that old, is it? It's only like nah. what two, three yeah, years old? Yeah, it's like two years old. Two years old. It's like yeah, a, maybe almost two years. Yeah, I think so. Like two years. So, um, anyway, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I might break and buy that. I'm a big Devil May Cry fan. I really enjoy the series. Um, been playing it since I was fucking what how old I was, fifteen or so, fourteen. My younger years, so I've really enjoyed it. You know, Devil May Cry 2 is actually the one that got me into the series, which is pretty odd because it's the one yeah, that everybody hates. Funny. Yeah, but it's the first one I saw Devil May Cry. Uh, Devil May Cry. I saw two. Somebody was playing it. And it was the first time I seen a game where you can, like, do wall runs. And, I mean, I'm, like, 15 at the time. So, like, Matrix wall runs are, like, the coolest thing ever. And like it's in, the early 2000s. People are yes. wearing trench coats. Yes, it's like, yeah. yes. It's the early 2000s. I'm seeing a character that you can actually wall run. You can, like, shoot, and then you can, like, split the arms and shoot two different enemies at the same time. Oh, that was the gangster shit. Yeah, there was that, a bunch dude, of cool shit in, too. So was the... The twirling in the air and shooting yes. down upside down. That yeah. Was but see, sick. two introduced a lot of that shit because that was not in one, a lot of it. Um, yeah. So it was kind of like the story made no sense and it was yes. kind of stupid. Yes. But I think I think that two had some of the cooler enemy designs. Yeah. Like you had satyrs like Baphomets and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. There was demonic shit in two. There, there's some that. cool stuff in two, but overall, it is the worst Devil May Cry game. And it's it kind of right. is just a rough game to go back to overall. However, it is my introduction to the series. And I think. Early 2000s, if that's the first time you saw Devil May Cry, I don't think you hate the game. Because I didn't. I played that game a decent amount because it was my first time in the series. Then I played one, and I was like, oh, shit, one's good. (laughs) And then three came out, and that changed the fucking game. Three three was... Jesus coming out the caves. Yes, yes. Three was amazing. That changed the game. And then four, I don't hate four. Four is good. It it sucks that Dante's part almost feels like a retread of Nero's. 
But honestly, though, there's some good shit in four. What so. do you mean, kind of? They make you play the whole game. Yeah, from, not kind you know, of. From here to here, and yeah. then they go. Now you're Dante. Go backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what the fuck they oh, do. Yeah. Just oh, you're Dante. Go back. I use kind of to be generous. It, it is exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um. But even still, though, I mean, like, you get introduced to Nero and that. The arm grab mechanic was really cool. It was different. Four did do some really cool shit. There's some real cool shit with four. Um, I, I think four is not bad. Uh, five does. Five is better. It's a great comeback to the series, but it does kind of feel samey in a lot of levels where you're going through that tree. And there's like yeah. a couple different missions where it's just like, yeah, I feel like I've seen this shit already. That's but, the um, problem with five. Five has the best gameplay, but there's no diversity in the in the world. I, you know what, we can we might have an argument here because uh, I actually think that DMC is some of the best gameplay in Devil May Cry. Oh, there's no there's no argument there. DMC okay. is the shit. Yeah, people hated DMC. I thought uh, that game was. So cool. I thought I it's it was it. awesome. I, it's one of my favorite Devil May Cry games. I the Hell story yes. of it was actually way more interesting than I think. Hell yeah, dog. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. With the fucking Bill O'Reilly boss, that news boss. Yeah. That was- crazy dude that shit was dope i enjoyed the fuck i like the idea that they put in this whole shit where demons in in a different version of the world are like your energy drink that you're drinking is actually from this succubus and everybody is drinking this shit dumbing down then the news is run by this other demon who is just filling these dumbed down people from their energy drink with the information that you know uh fucking uh what's the fuck his name um from the first Moon Mundus, that's it. But Mundus wanted like it's it's such a cool concept and like Dante and Virgil are like the like terrorist they're being painted as like Yeah. Well Virgil's it, basically anonymous. Yeah. So like anonymous and then he has the witch girl with the pentagram on her forehead. Yes, yes. Oh, that shit was sick. Even that first boss that comes out of the water. Yeah. And you fight this cool ass hunter. Yeah. Demon hunter thing or this hunter demon. And at the end, he's like, your mother's a whore. Like, fuck you, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're talking shit until you kill him. I was like, yo, this is sick. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, Emo Dante. Fuck you. Uh, Emo Dante yeah. is the shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. The fighting mechanics were even better. In an orgy with some fucking demon bitches, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you get him? He's getting fucking drunk and fucking demon succubi. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's let's go. DMC. <laughs> DMC is actually really good. And the fighting system, I would even say, is is the best it's been. Because I like the concept of holding the right and left triggers to because one of the problems with Devil May Cry is you have to constantly click the button to use the weapon that you want to get yeah, to. You gotta manually switch. Yeah, and DMC, you can hold the right or left trigger. And you can access your angel or demon weapons. So you can actually pick the different weapons you want and flip through them much more efficiently than you can in any of the Devil May Cry games. Yeah, even, I think people just hate it because of the aesthetic. They just got mad. Yeah. I thought the aesthetic was cool. Well, actually, the, I don't even think people hate the aesthetic. People, the only legitimate thing I hear that's a problem is Dante looks dumb. And look, I'm not a fan of that Dante look either, but 
the game is fucking fantastic. I'm actually really <laughs> sad that we never got one a sequel. Thing. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Ninja Theory has never done anything that I liked. Okay. So th- I've never liked a Ninja Theory game. Well, so. DMC is amazing, and they did a good job. I thought that game yeah. was fucking dope. I was looking forward to a second game, like a sequel. I mean, I've seen a lot of clips of that game because it's been memed a lot. Like yeah. the fucking fight where he's like, I don't know, he's fighting that ugly bitch, and they're like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fuck. like, whatever, it's... Okay, so instead, so 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 that's that's not cool, right? But so you're gonna tell me that you started jerking off when you saw fucking Michael Jackson dance cowboy hat? <laughs> Dante with the cowboy hat dancing? Yeah. Come on now. There's always been silly, silly yes. goose, wacky jacks shit in, yep. in Devil May Cry, yep. and yes, it was Edge Lord. It was hot topic. It was My Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought uh, it, it just felt. I don't know. I just felt that I felt like the the whole look and like feel of the game just felt so motherfucking edged. Well, trash. Did you just, did you beat it, it though? It. Did you did you play it at all? I I played. Yeah, I play. It was free on PS3. It was play. Yeah. I think it was free on PS. And I played some of it. And I I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't. Re- I couldn't really. Iteration. Get in your head and yep. you stop playing. Yeah, that's what happened. Because honestly, bro, you like DMC. Is probably my favorite Devil May Cry, other than maybe three. Three will always hold a special place in my heart. Devil May Cry three. Yeah, um, it's got Jester in it too. I like but Jester. but I will say yeah. this: I do think the story of DMC is better than any Devil May Cry game because Devil May Cry stories have been you up on that. fast and loose with anything really. DMC has the better story. Um, I think the levels and just the and then you got to respect De- Devil May Cry three for introducing the mixture of styles and shit like that, and like the Royal Guard, Gunslinger. Yeah, sort of yeah. So that was the beginning of that. Of course, Nintendo Switch now has the ultimate version where you can actually flip through the styles on the fly, which you couldn't do originally. You had to pick your style, and then that's yeah. the one you did through it. Devil May Cry three will always have a special place in my heart, but yeah, I got an anime. I got a wall scroll. I got one of those weeb wall yeah. scrolls. I got one of them shits in my closet. I used nice. to have, I should, I should hang that shit up again. There you go. There you go. But, um, anybody like, who hates DMC, Devil May Cry doesn't feel like Devil May Cry to me without all the fucking over the top anime shit in it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, DM DMC, I'll say this. Anybody who hates DMC, I, I, I have I struggle to find somebody who's beaten the game and then has or at least played more than half the game and then like I I don't I don't know. Back you up on that. A lot of the people that talk shit about it are people that are on the outside that go, That looks dumb, right? We hate that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dumb. We hate that. But it's like, but did you play it? Yeah. Because I thought that too. I was like, wait, what's this skinny heroin chic Dante? Mm-hmm. Where's my kind of like, because Dante's kind of like a Bruce Campbell. Uh, he's a big ham. He's a big jokey kind of silly anime man. And this was like Edgelord teen guy. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. And I was in my fucking 20s. You yeah, know what I mean? I yeah. might have been in my 30s when that shit came out. Um, yeah. I don't know. That, that, that whole aesthetic just has always been a turnoff to me. That whole Edgelord kind of aesthetic. But I don't know. I mean, I did think that, I did think the, I did think the combat was interesting. I would agree with you there that I did feel like the combat and everything was interesting and all. But then when they started talking about how, how like freaking um, 
like you were saying, how Dante and Virgil were like the Nephilim and stuff. Because I played through a good yeah, part Nephilim, of it. Do they have the angel, half angel, half demon? Yeah, yeah they did that yeah, instead like, of I it being I human. I couldn't really get her hard into it. Because at that like point, that about it? I thought that was great. I thought it made perfect sense. Yeah, it was interesting. It didn't really make it, but it, it didn't, I'm gonna tell you why I didn't get into it. Then, now that I'm thinking about it, is because that was back during my evangelical phase. I was going through. Uh, it just, yeah, in uh, my twenties like, and shit. So I see what that's, you're saying. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably contributed to like the harsh impression I had of it. Because to mm-hmm. me. Uh, like a lot of the shit that they were playing with, with like in like Christianity and stuff, I didn't probably really didn't like it. Uh, yeah, it's okay. disrespectful as fuck. Because the Nephilim, you know, those were the angels cast down from heaven who came to Earth and basically became demons, and they came down here and fucked the earthly women and created Nephilim. Yeah, yeah. that's supposed to be. There's a mention of that in Genesis of the um, angels coming down to Earth and fucking the humans. Mm-hmm. And um, there's there's yeah. a there's a bit they were like that. they were giants they were yeah. like really big dudes they were like seven eight foot men you fucking all our home all our girls down yeah. here making these fucking crazy babies yeah yeah so um yeah I guess I could see where you came from I was never that tied down to to take offense to that um I always thought it was interesting because I liked how they tied that into the weapon system where you had the angel weapons and the demon weapons and you can easily access them between the right and left triggers uh while using them it made for real easy flips between like weapon uses and you can actually have more control of picking that and like the demon arm I think grabbed enemies to you the angel arm would grab you towards the enemy so then you can even pick between if you want to go to the enemy or have the enemy come to you like there was a lot more choice and a lot more control with the combat system definitely in uh DMC than there's been in any of the Devil May Cry games so um that's way, props to them they made a good game yeah for sure props uh, to them for sticking by it and not freaking flaking you know like a lot of companies would have like you know been like oh we're so sorry we'll change it and they were just like no this is what you're getting for the next three years like this is devil make right now yep well we got my game and we got the boss topic so are y'all ready to jump into that yeah what's the game oh the game is guess the boss so i i've got some um some weird clues uh about the boss y'all gotta guess um i'll just leave it open to whoever you know, if y'all can okay. figure it out, try to stump both of y'all so y'all can work together as a team. Gotcha. Um, so basically, I got mostly two to three lines, and I'm okay. going to see if you can figure out from there. And uh, hopefully they're just not terrible because I always get criticized because I just have terrible clues, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll um, see. You'll hear him coming, and he wears a sweet hat. Mr. X. <sighs> you know what his name is, though? No. Because Mr. X is not his name. He's a tyrant number H. He's just tyrant. I was just looking for tyrant. Tyrant. I'm sorry. sorry. Actually, what were the other two clues? (laughs) No, that was it. That was it. Those are the two clues. You'll hear him coming and he wears a sweet hat. Okay. That's an easy one. I figured that. Um, Was the the president of the United States stole Doc Ock's look? Was the president of the United States. I know who it is. I'm thinking of his name. It's uh, it's not solid or liquid. It's the other one. It's the president. Solid. It's Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear solid Two. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Solid yeah. Snake. There you go. I who you were talking about? He stole Doc Ox. For a second, when you said he's the president, I was thinking the guy from 
Revengeance. That's what I was, but he was a senator. Yeah. He was yeah. a senator. That yeah. guy, that boss fight was fucking bananas, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that one. That was with, um, yeah. that, I actually really like that game, man. That game is, that game is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about over the top fucking anime action. Like, yeah. I love that fucking that, game. Yeah. That game is. I am the dude, fucking dude, senator. Yeah, dude. Rules of. <laughs> dude, uh, the monsoon boss. Uh, oh, that yeah. game is phenomenal yeah and i have no idea why they never ported it to, to four and i hope we get one on five because that game is the shit man yeah it was pretty dope little gear solid rising revengeance bro bring it on all it right um this boss can read your game data and is ready for COVID. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, That's man, a, yeah, that was a given good. when you said read right. the game data. Oh, so he, he does that and then what is with the other line uh okay uh can read your game data and is ready for COVID nineteen. Okay, you got the gas. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember doing that. I was in the seventh grade. Nothing about nothing about controller port two. You had to put your uh, controller on the other port to beat the dude. Well, you you could beat your mind. I yeah. mean, I, dude, when I played that, I was seventh grade, nineteen ninety seven, and. When he goes, put your controller down. I put my controller on the floor, and he moved it. And I was like, "Oh, this is next level, son." <laughs> and then he's like, and then you he's know, like, when you when you and I was like, "I do like Castlevania, dog." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I know, right? And then when he makes the screen go black, and yeah, I'm like, oh, he fucked that. That something happened to my fucking yeah, TV. He makes you think you're black. He just a little fucking. The thing up in the corner. Yeah, yeah. The they can never do it again. That was a perfect time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, God bless his heart. They did a joke on that in four, if I remember right. You actually go fight him again in four. He comes back. Mm -hmm. But, it, like, they make some kind of um, joke on that uh, interaction. I don't right. remember exactly how it went down. Or, I remember been... fighting the puppet girl. He's supposed to be like. Oh, octopus, laughing octopus or something? Yeah. I, th I think that was her name. Yeah. Uh... Because I'm even fight the like the fucking puppet girl like near the end when you're in um Arsenal. Okay. You're in. I never beat four. I got far in four, but never beat it. I'm a loser because I love Metal Gear, but I never beat four or five. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're a loser. All right. Um, for four, not five. Five, you don't have to beat that. It's fine. Um, hairstyle looks like a bat and has a creation for every occasion. Hairstyle looks like a bat and has a creation for every occasion. Yep. It's not Seymour. Mm -mm. Um, it's not uh, creation for every occasion. I'm trying to think who has hair that looks like a damn bat. That's. I mean, that could be anything. It could. That's interpretation. It could be Wolverine. It could be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, I'm sure you should come on. We we just smashed the first three, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, they did pretty good. Anything Seth deserves this one, <laughs> right? I, <know>. <laughs> I think when you figure this one out, you're gonna slap yourselves in the face. Doctor Wiley. Yep, there you go, Doctor Wiley. Wiley. Oh, baby, here we go. Baby. <laughs> uh, if you look Wiley. at his hairstyle, I looked at a picture of him, and his hair comes out to the sides. It looks like a fucking yeah. bat. <laughs> Every occasion, and I was like, yeah. Oh, and I thought, Meg, I've thought robots, but I'm like, oh, that's, that's Wiley. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got all the different robots for everything, you know. All right, all, all right. right, let's get it. <laughs> all right, let's see. A king commonly found in Louisiana hates monkeys. 
King K. Rule. King K. Rule. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah. A little more generous. King Rule. Yep. Um, likes to clown around. His daughter is a gunslinger. Likes the clown around. His daughter is a gunslinger. Oh, I know who you're talking about from fucking DMC three. Um, what oh, the fuck is his name? AKA R R uh, Arkham. Yeah, Arkham. Yeah, Arkham. The Jester. Arkham. Yep. yep. When you said likes to clown around, I almost said Jester from DMC three. But yeah, because Arkham is Jester, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he is. is. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. Yep. Nick. Is defeated by the thing that helps you the most. Found inside the thing every person struggles with, according to the Bible. Found inside the thing. Checked. Every... No. Checked? No. No. Huh. Because, I mean, because he is sin, and everybody struggles with sin. Mm -hmm. Read it again. It's not just, so it's not Final Fantasy X, Jacked, or Sin. Um. Uh... Well, I mean, it is Final Fantasy. I'll give you that. It's Final Fantasy X, but it's not them. You got to think, who is defeated in that game by the thing that helps you the most? The thing that helps oh, you it's the most? fucking zombie boss that you do a phoenix down and give to? Mm. The zombie dragon? Do you know the name? No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no. Oh God, I don't remember. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the fucking zombie you know the you, you know the, the boss. Dragon give these phoenix gowns down to and he dies yes know? yes you know the boss name do you want me to tell it to you i mean you got it you know who it is but you just didn't get the name i'm just asking if you know the name um i don't know xanadu i don't fucking uh, know <laughs> every altana you yevin you yevin god damn it yeah yeah <laughs> I knew it. That's the final, final boss. That's yep. the freaking little. I should have said the little rock alien thing after Jacked. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a good one. Um, has killer shades, mini clones, and moves really fast. Killer shades. Oh, that's a fucking Wesker. Yeah, Wesker. Okay, I got him. Yeah, do good. Yeah, I got them all. Man. That's all of right. them. That was right. fun. That was fun. Okay, cool. Good, good, good. Y'all got them oh. all. I kind of thought y'all might have problems with you, Yevin. And I was wondering if you get Arkham. But then when we talked Devil May Cry, I thought to myself while we was talking, I was like, this is going to get, this is going to refresh it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, I, because what I was saying was wrong. I was saying the zombie dragon boss that you can kill with the Phoenix down. I wasn't referring to you, Yevin. Oh, I so almost said, Yevin. when I said sin or ject, I was going to be like, oh, is it the stupid little alien rock at the end of the game that is like so dumb? Like that game should have ended with sin and ject. Yeah. And then you get to the very end and it's like, oh, here's the real final boss. Yep. It's this tiny little alien thing. And it's like, fuck Oh you. my God. I don't even remember. That's this. you, Yevin. I don't even remember this fucking yeah, thing. Yevin is yeah. this, it's basically like, yep. it's like, it's fucking Jehovah. It's yeah, it's 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 a trick boss, really, because if you yeah. don't know, it has like insane amount of uh, health, and I think it also heals itself. Like you actually, it's like a puzzle boss. You actually have to figure out to cure it, and and then you um can beat it easy. I mean, you might be able to whittle it down fighting it, but it is going to be a long fight. Yeah, I doubt it. It's, that's probably one where, like, I'm not going to lie, like, when I get to really hard boss fights, which we will talk about boss fights now, like, I will look up a strategy. So most likely when I was fighting you, Yevon, 
I was probably like, fuck this thing. What do I do? Oh, Phoenix down it? Done. Because I thought, like, when Jekt turns into that super buff, crazy version of himself, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, that was, like, the actual, like, boss fight. Yeah, because there was, like, Sin, like, the big whale, the Gogeta. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But when you fought, like, a giant demon Jekt, I was like, this is awesome. And then they're like... Oh, here's the real boss. And you're like, whoa, what's it going to be? And it's literally like, it doesn't even look like a being. It looks like. Yeah, it's just like this. It's like a weird fucking squid looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an underwater coral rock formation. It's so strange. Yeah. Like, listen to this. Listen to this description that they got on here and on fandom. It says, Yu Yebin was once a summoner long ago. He was peerless, yet now he lives for one purpose, only to summon. He is neither good nor evil. He is awake, yet he dreams, but maybe not forever. See, that's the kind of shit, corny shit in Final Fantasy X that I think people fucking shit on with that game. I'm all right with that because the game was so religious and stuff, and I think that that's actually a pretty beautiful description. But I just think they did a really bad job at representing it. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's so vague. And I think this is taken from the game that that description. I don't because it's it's got quotes on it, so I think it might be taken from the game. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't played ten in like a very long time. Yeah, but get the topic at hand. Well, I thought this was a good lead into the topic at hand, basically, was the game. And I covered a couple of different bosses here that I thought would um, kind of highlight some of the things we talk about. So, for instance, Yu Yevin was a one I thought would be a good one to put in because it is a weird... You know you know what Yu Yevin almost um, kind of reminds me of? <sighs> Vaguely. I don't want to say that it's a weird comparison, but this is the way my brain works. Uh, what's the boss in Demon Souls where you go into the place and there's a woman um, sitting down in this oh. very toxic uh, area and there's a knight that comes out to fight you. Oh, you have to fight her you. knight. Oh, yeah, yeah. you got to fight her knight. But the boss, though, is her, basically. And you can go down there. If you just talk to her, she kills herself after you yeah. do it. You know, like, yeah. it's a... Um, the reason why I related to you, Yevin, and that it's kind of a trick boss in a sense, right? Like, technically, that night, I guess you could say, is the actual fight. Almost like you could say Jet was the fight before. But um, afterwards, it's not really a fight you're doing with the boss with the health bars about. You know, you talk to her, she kills herself. You cure Ye- Yevin, it dies. I think is the name. I'm trying to think. I think it was made in something. Yeah, something. I forget the name of it in Demon Souls, but um, it was actually that was one of my, that was one of my favorite bosses. I I thought from the game because it's just like you, interesting. You just played the game. You should be the one to remember. I know. Yeah. I don't remember. And you had all the little baby fetuses coming yes. out of the blood water. Yeah, yeah, and actually it was um, it wasn't poison that was in there. It was curse or something no not curse it was um pest something something i forget what i forget what it was on demon souls man but uh it it was one of the more interesting bosses i thought um i'm just spacing on the name of her right now but it was something about the maiden she was in the uh kind of like the blight town area the um it wasn't blight town that was in one it was huh it was the poison world. Yeah, mm-hmm. with all of the, the the guys with the beaks, all of the mm-hmm. uh, the beak dudes, mm-hmm. the bird mm-hmm. buddies. She was the the, the last boss in that area, the final one, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just interesting because uh, you know you know what else is interesting like that too, and um, 
shit. Fucking Jesse. You're going to hate me for mentioning this, boss, because I thought it was interesting. But you know what? You are refusing to play fucking Sekiro, so you're just going to get spoiled on this, boss. Oh, I don't care. I don't you really can, care. Spoiled. The Four Monkeys was also a pretty... Oh, the four. I did the Four Monkeys. Okay, so you did the Four Monkeys. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I liked that. That was cool. It was like a little world, and you had to like figure out yes. how to find them. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no yes, evil. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Fucking cool. That's a good call to bring that up. That boss fight was cool. Yes. Because you went into this little dream realm, and you had to find these monkeys. It was actually pretty neat. And then you had to find the monkeys through different ways. Like one of them can see really good, so you had to really sneak up on them. One yeah. was in a place of complete darkness, Right, so yeah. you couldn't really see, but it can like I think it can like hear. You had to be completely silent or some shit like that and sneak up on it. Yeah. One of them you just had to really run down and kill, and then one of them was following you the whole fucking time. Yes, you saw its footsteps. <laughs> yeah, it was behind you the whole time. Like if you just turn around and swipe, you would actually hit it. <laughs> but if you didn't know that, you would just be wandering around the whole fucking place. Like where's the last monkey? <laughs> And that was yeah, a pretty was um cool. that was a pretty cool boss fight and I like how they do that because you know when you hear about Sekiro you hear about anything from from software really you're always told about all oh, these hard bosses these tough grueling fights and a lot of it yeah. you're met with up front but then they That's always right throw now. you a wrench in the system it feels like here's this weird boss that's just this weird thing that's kind of story specific or just something specific to what we want like an idea or a concept that you know we're not worried about how actually difficult the boss is to you yeah we just want you to experience this different thing you know it's it's almost like uh in one of my marketing classes i took in college they talk about commercials right and they talked about one technique they use with commercials is a lot of times your commercials will be oh they're talking to you the whole time they're telling you this thing but one of the things they did to get your attention in commercials is the commercial will come on and it would be almost silent and the loss of audio the loss of hearing something that you expect to come would cause you to pay attention. What? Something wrong with my TV? What, what is this? And yeah. then you realize what it is and you focus your attention on it. And yeah, yeah I, that's I, even used in like, in like music, like with, with like, you know, I, I've done a lot of heavy, like really heavy, intricate music with like uh, metal stuff. And sometimes like silence is a tool. Yeah. So sometimes you need that, like, like it's almost like the silence can, um, can be a useful tool and even another way to look at it is sometimes people say um if you're sitting with someone you know some people like me i talk too fucking much but sometimes people will say only speak when it serves the silence because a lot of times you're better off just shutting the fuck up so only speak when it serves the silence so yeah so like sometimes silence can be a tool or it can be something like definitely pulling the audio out can make you perk up especially something like tv that's a little more kind of crooked mind game brainwashing shit that capitalism yeah. will do like wait my tv's not and they're like coca-cola but i think that's what these bosses are in a sense as well they're a quick change from what you've been doing and you know, what, what is this and it, and it throws you off balance and, and it brings your attention to it where i find like some of these bosses i think will be more memorable to people um potentially because they just change up from what you've normally been doing. You know, yeah. like most of the bosses in Sekiro, 
are just slash slash block 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 slash block 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 you know like just doing that song and dance with different enemies and there's different it's ways <laughs> yeah but there's different a ways lot harder than that. <laughs> and there's different ways like there's a like one of the fun ones is the uh the ape the ape is a cool one but it's also he made me quit he the, made me quit the, the ape like you fight him and i still remember killing him the first time and like fucking right and then, like, but I was like, damn, like, is that it? Like, he only had one death blow thing. And then he fucking gets up Keep and up. takes mm-hmm. his head off. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's why I hold my PlayStation <laughs> button and go, eject game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's actually funny, though, that his headless version is much easier to deal with because you can learn. And then to- you fight him again. Later, you fight two, two of them. them. You fight two of them. They come <laughs> out together. That's what I was about to say. You fight him again later in the game. You fight two of them. Yep, yep. Yeah, like I've been spoiled to the point where like I know that there's something called a demon of hatred, which is some big monster looking thing. I still haven't seen it. But that's and, um, optional. Okay. But I don't know the end. I don't know what happens with the kid. So I will one day play that game. No, I won't. I will. You know well, the I mean? ending day, is really just whatever you do. Like, there's multiple endings, so it really depends exactly. on like every, what every, every, every thing from software, yeah. there's multiple endings. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah well, I mean, one day I'll beat that game. No, I won't. But then, you know what I mean? We'll see how it's going. I think you will. I think you should, man. I think you should no, stream no, that shit do. and do it. Like, that's a streaming game you got, and you can accomplish it, because Eric fucking platinum that game, and he sucks at games. We've already proven it. <laughs> he platinum <laughs> that game. So platinum that game. He yes, played he did. It. He platinum that game with the demon bell on. Yep, yep, yep. I actually beat my first run with the demon bell on too. I, I definitely on. used the demon bell for all the boss fights because it was worth it. Like the the perks were worth it. Oh, what do you mean? I believe there's a perk for doing that. Oh. I know it, it makes it harder, I thought. Like, it does more damage to you. The perks, I didn't really notice much. But. Yeah, it does something. I'll look it up as we oh, talk. okay. I think you're right. You get more. I think it is you get more experience. You get, like, yeah. more money and shit. You get, like, more rewards out of it, but you take more damage. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, uh, you could do it, dude. The, um, the drop rate on enemies is higher or some shit. You could do Sekiro, man. You just need to, to, to have the dedication and the grind. If you start streaming it, I will try and join you and be there with you. I'll hold your hand and we'll walk through it together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's better item drops. That's what it is. You guys can say Uh, the Lord's Prayer as you do it. Better item drops. Hold hands. There you go. I don't know if we serve the same Lord. Um, But yeah, it gives you you, uh, better item drops is what it is. So if your demon bell is on, enemies drop better shit. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so I mean, those those are a few of those bosses. I, I know we've got um, some of the different ones, the ones that bring your attention to it. Uh, then you also have got the slogs, the hard bosses. I still, and I've talked about this before, huh? I think I know who you're gonna mention. Yeah, you're you gonna mention no. every time we every time every we talk time about we talk bosses. bosses. Yeah, man, that shit was the hardest fucking thing I did was fight uh, Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts, man. The first one. <laughs> that shit was hard. That fucking platinum hair has traumatized you for the rest of your yeah, life. That's right. Dude, he brought me to the promised land. When somebody tells you welcome to the promised land and just brings meteorites from the sky and just starts throwing them at you, fuck that shit, man. That shit was hard. I had a rough time with that. That one took me like a week. of. I still remember just coming home from work, sitting down, turning on Kingdom Hearts, and like, all right, Sephiroth, let's go. 
and just getting my ass kicked until I was like, fuck, and then turn the game off, and then just try again the next day. My wife just looking at me like, what are you doing? Like, I'm going to fucking do it. Your wife coming in the room and just creak, creaking the door open, like, honey, come come to bed, and you just like go, leave me alone. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Basically. That's basically what happened, dude. Just, uh, honey, you haven't been to work in three days. Your boss is here. Get away. <laughs> just, uh, you just you just wake up in the middle of the night and cold yeah. twist. No, I don't want to go to the promised land. <laughs> I don't want to go to the promised land. That motherfucker brought me to the promised land, bro. When he goes to that third form and he just starts floating in the air and meteorites start flying around and then he starts teleporting all over the stage fighting you like, fuck. That's yeah. a that's a pretty difficult fight, dude. Dude has invisible health bars. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you when you can't see your enemy's health bar, you never know because you need that comfort to know where you're at. Well, he has so many like health bars that cover it. The first time you start hitting him, you don't see the health bar move. You just got to believe that you're actually doing damage to him. After yeah. a while, you'll start seeing it tick away. So you've gotten through the invisible health bars. Yeah, now like you're going through like the seven or eight health bars he has. But he has so many that he just didn't want to give you different colors to see. They were just like, yeah. just make them invisible. <laughs> That's like Final Fight and like old beat-em-ups used to be. Like you would start fighting a boss and you would not see the health tick away until you killed about three, two or three meters full. And then it would tick away. But it would be like white and then you would tick it away and it would be like green. And then you okay. Let me get another one. It blue, mm. and then you saw yellow, and you're like, "Fuck, when's the red one?" So yeah, they would tag on a bunch of the colors and uh, basically like not show you the first two or three health bars. I, I can only imagine how frustrating because I've heard people talk about Sephiroth and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the first one. That's actually one of my disappointments with Kingdom Hearts three was the fact that they didn't bring no shit like that back. Because Kingdom Hearts one and two had the little Sephiroth boss fight, and two even expanded the fights in the Coliseum. Where they had more with fighting Cloud, fighting Squall, or Leon, whatever you want to call them, um, and fighting all these different other Final Fantasy characters, which was fun. That was pretty cool. So, uh, and they were challenging. They were actually pretty fucking challenging. So, um, they kind of threw all that away at Kingdom Hearts 3. But anyways, uh, Kev, what are some like unique boss fights, or just like difficult boss fights you remember doing and grinding through? Uh, well... One of them that I remember kicking my ass particularly well was fucking Cyber Demon and fucking Doom. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about like the original Doom. When I first played original Doom like back in the day, because I'm not like the greatest FPS player. Like I can play on fucking um, ultra violence and shit. But like when people start playing that game on like Nightmare and everything, like I kind of got respect for them because I feel like I can do it, but I just don't have the patience for it because I die a lot. So you mean the big the demon with the machine gun hands? Yeah, the fucking the the cyber demon. He's, yeah. he's like a big demon with machine gun hands. He's like the first like really tough boss you get. Yeah, and he cool. can like, he will tear you a new asshole. He will kill you in like fucking two hits. He's in the first world. I don't know. I think he's in um. I forget where he's at. He's freaking. When you say the 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 first doom do you mean 2016 or like 19 no he's talking about the classic i mean 93 doom yeah i'm talking about classic doom well yeah. i mean not the first not the first level but i'm talking about that first world area 
Yeah, I think so. I, I forget where exactly. Because I know is. it ends with you fighting two giant demons, and then it ends with you going into a portal into hell. And then the second world is actually in hell. The first world's on the base, the military base. Because I played the yeah, classic yeah, Doom. End of the um the first world because you're still on the military base. Okay, yeah. So I did do that one on um on a nightmare mode because uh, I because I played through the first world, but I didn't get I didn't do more than I actually been meaning to go back and play more classic Doom and play the second world through. Uh, but that that is a tough fucking nightmare mode on that game is tough. I had a rough go of it. I save scum my way through it to be honest, but I did it. <laughs> oh, I'm save scumming the fuck out of Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's all the MPS difficulties, yeah. so it's the quarter muncher difficulties. Yeah, so I'm like save scumming to, to get all these fucking trophies. But mm-hmm. good. Yeah, no nightmare mode though was pretty tough. So the cyber demon was one of the harder ones for you. Yeah, Cyber Demon is probably one of like one of the hardest hardest ones. Um, I don't know why, but my mind is just like thinking of retro games. Like, I don't know if any of you guys, or I don't know if it was this way for you, but do any of you guys remember how fucking impossible Goro was in the fucking first Mortal Kombat? Uh, yeah, until you find out, just like just forward jump and kick. Yeah, that actually yeah. is the same. I, I, I was a kid when if it went like in the nineties with the first Mortal Kombat, I was like ten. I was playing it, and I could never beat fucking Goro. Yeah, uh, even I, if you do know that's hard. But that was a impossible, and don't even mention Shanks Shao Kahn because Shao Kahn has always been terrible to fight. Mm. Oh yeah, fucking Shao Kahn too. Shao Kahn oh. was like that in the uh, in the remake too, where you yeah. basically had to jump kick him to death in the remake. Yeah, they uh, you, they made you fight him as Raiden, and like the only way to kind of really beat him is to spam teleport to go behind him. And yeah, I figured that out myself. But then when I looked online, people were like, no, it's on purpose. Like, they're stupid Americans doing Hong Kong dumb shit. So <laughs> you have to spam teleport. And I was like, really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Stupid Americans doing dumb Hong Kong shit. That's, that's what right. that's fucking Jesse's catchphrase here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, one of them. Is. it is definitely one of them. Uh, Goro, Goro's pretty uh pretty good one. Um yeah. I'm trying to remember the hardest bosses I probably fought. As uh, I gotta talk about like the fucking Calamite, like fucking Calamite, and I don't know. Have, did you play? The, you played through the DLC of uh, Dark Souls One? No, I haven't. I've actually just watched and you somebody have not get met to Calamite. It. Yeah. yeah, I've watched yeah. somebody else's play through Dark Souls One as I'm playing through Dark Souls Two, and I just saw him go to some DLC shit and fight this really cool looking boss who's like only got like one arm. And he has that's this Artorius, like, yeah. That's Artorius of the Abyss. Calamite yeah. is something else you fight there as well. And it's where I'm at in my game. I saw it. And I was like, hold PlayStation button, eject game. <laughs> <laughs> another time, it was late, and I was like, I'm not ready for this shit. <laughs> All right, now, dog. Calamite is easily the hardest boss in Dark Souls 1. Really? Like, easily the hardest fucking boss in that game. Just like, a lot of people say Madeir is the hardest boss in DS3, which is, that's another DLC boss. Dark Eater Midir is, it th- that thing's impossible. I mean, Nameless King's hard, but... Dark Eater, I thought Midir. Gale was harder. I felt like Gale was hard. I had a harder time beating Gale than I did Madeir. 
Oh, don't say that. You don't don't say what Gale. He doesn't know what that is. Like it's not. You're even. Why are you bringing up Dark Eater Mid here? He hasn't even played. That's all right. He could talk about it. I'm curious to hear about these difficult bosses there's, and hard bosses. Okay, there's, there's, there are, who they are, and then there are some fucking bosses in three. There's hmm. somebody called Nameless King. Let's just leave it there because I think Lord. I've heard him mentioned. I've heard him yeah, mentioned. I would before. love lore wise for you to get to him organically. Dark Eater Midier. Spoilers, no spoilers. It's a fucking impossible dragon. It's like a really hard dragon, like a big full-size dragon you have to fight, and it's really difficult. And um, some of the other games, like, not going to say, but there's a theme of what we're talking right now that's similar to that. And then um, Gale is like another, like, pretty much end-type boss thing. I thought Gale was, a, a like, doable, but yes, very difficult. Um. I don't know some people have harder times with different bosses. Like I said, like I didn't find Madeir to be that difficult. I had a much really? harder time with Gale. It takes like fucking over thirty some odd minutes to beat that shit. It didn't take me that long to beat him. It took me like maybe a good 10, 15 minutes, but like it didn't take me like that long. Right, I be guess you're, you're a better man than I am. Okay. Yeah, but fucking Miguel, I got stuck on for fucking days because I could like his last form kept fucking killing me. Yeah, don't look up Gale, Seth. Technically, that's the final boss of the entire series. Okay, but it's not gotcha. really like it's 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 actually cool that it's not really something you can spoil because it doesn't really come into play until the final DLC. It's like did the y'all final, final did y'all have a hard time with the final boss of Dark Souls One? Not really. He's like okay. a straight up fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like about him. Is I mean, Dark Souls usually kind of has something like that. Two is different, but like one and three. They kind of have like something similar where like it's just a it's not a big gimmick. You kind of just like have a face off with somebody and they're what they are is they're not impossible. They're tough, but they're not impossible. And you can usually get to them fairly reasonably to where even if you do have that boss where like, oh, I could kill this thing. You could like be like, let me not kill him yet. I'm having fun fighting it. Like, let me fight this thing a couple of times. Um because there are some other bosses where it's like, if you kill the four kings, you want to be done with it. You never want to do that again. But something like a Gwen, I wouldn't mind like having a boss rush. I wouldn't mind having Dark Souls have a boss rush mode. Speaking of which, we have to bring up that kind of boss rush mode type shit eventually. Mm. That's a cool idea. Like boss rushes are cool. And yeah, there are some bosses in Dark Souls that I would like to fight again, but I don't want to like play an entire run just to like fight something once and then beat it and never be able to fight it again. Uh, it's kind of a bittersweet thing with the Dark Souls like saving at all moments. It's almost like Dark Souls is saving every like three seconds. Dark Souls uses saving against you. It's interesting. It it, it, it almost kind of does. Because well, it doesn't it, let you save at your own will. It saves all the time. So that's that's the point I'm making. So like it saves anytime against you. you. Weapon, anytime you use an item, anytime you trick, it saves all the time. It saves all your mistakes. There's no, yeah. oh, let me reset this and try yeah, it again. You cannot say, you can, the only way you can save Scum Dark Souls is to actually kind of put a save on like a USB drive or something because it's constantly auto-saving, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you have to use PS Plus. You get one cloud save per day. So you can save Scum once per day because the thumb drive... If you, know, you want to use PS Plus to do it, yeah. Like I said, you can copy your shit to like a USB drive or something. Because I've done it before. I've got like... Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've got copies of characters for my PS4 uh, on on like USB sticks for okay. for like when I was messing around with different builds and shit. Because before I learned about the uh the infinite respect glitch, 
that was my way of respecting all the time. Okay. 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 Interesting. Okay. Um, what about you? What's some of the hardest boss fights you've had, Jesse? All right. So I guess first round, I'll just bring up fighting games. Okay. So that was my first, like, obviously games of bosses and Mega Man, whatever. Awesome. But fighting games. So, you know, you get Street Fighter, you play the... Street Fighter was is a tough one because, like, as I'm playing now, I'm playing MVS. I'm playing arcade standard difficulty ports of the arcade machines. I'm not playing home versions. Street Fighter in the arcades is a lot different from the home ports that people get. People don't fucking understand that. These games are designed to eat your quarters and they read your inputs. So, like, you, you can technically beat these games in one go on one quarter, but it's not about skill. It's about, like, preemptive knowledge and luck. So you, you cannot, you cannot beat fucking Street Fighter, like, legit, because you're that good at it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah. Now that you're talking about that, I I think I remember back in the day I went hard into Street Fighter 2 Turbo and I started playing it to try to learn to play it like at the fastest speed and everything. And I got like maybe <laughs> like fucking uh I think I got up to like four stars or whatever it is. I don't think I ever made it up to like five. Yeah, when they get to the turbo shit and people are playing like, oh, we're gonna play it at fucking seven star speed. Like, you know, you're not a robot, like unless you're like but the thing is difficulty settings are high when you get to like yeah, the Four Kings, which is uh, Bison Vega Sagat Bison, or it's Bison Vega Sagat Balrog. Yeah, or Balrog Vega, or the order the Americans have it is Balrog Vega Sagat Bison. Yeah, um, that, that makes it very hard. Yeah, so I'm doing right now. I'm fighting Sagat in um. Hyper fighting turbo. Sagat was and, always a problem for me fighting. Like he's always shooting those projectiles. The tiger yeah, fucking alternates high and low. Yes. Yeah, he is a wall. He is kind of a wall. Fuck. So I mean, all of them were, and then the real first like super turbo comes out, and then it was the first one was uh, Akuma. So Akuma comes out super turbo. The only way you can fight him is you cannot lose. You have to beat at least two characters with a super move. And then at the end of the game, you can fight basically Shinakuma or Akuma. And that was crazy. So sure, very difficult to do, very difficult to very difficult. But for me to bring up to bring up boss shit, motherfuckers, get ready for something for you to look up. Look up something called SNK Boss Syndrome. SNK I know boss SNK, syndrome. I know SNK, but I don't know what the hell is boss syndrome. SNK boss syndrome is the fact that SNK has the most unforgiving, impossible bosses. My God, it's third Google result for SNK. All, all of their bosses are the most ridiculous shit ever. They're the hardest things. If you ever look up Goenitz, Rugal, Wolfgang Krauser, um, Magaki, like... SNK has always had this thing, and like even with the new Samurai Showdown 2019, I really want to play that game a lot. But when you get to the final boss, I don't think it's Amaterasu, but it's something like that. It, it's just not fun. 
Jesus, I see right here they're talking about arbitrary advantages over playable characters in the game. It attacks with unreasonable damage, priority hitboxes, speed, range, or recovery, greater defense than average, immunity to chip damage, unavoidable moves that hit the player regardless of their position, and can only be blocked. <laughs> yeah, like the thing is, is they've done it. They're kind of the champions because they've done it like for decades. They make these incredible games and then they make their bosses dummy hard, like stupid. You know, like King of Fighters 14 didn't really do that with Antonov and Verse, but like a lot of games, like if you look up, dude, like this dude named Goenitz, G O E N I T Z or something, Goenitz or Magaki or whoever the fucking guy was in King of Fighters 13 or. Any of the SNK games, all of the games, Art of Fighting, Fight, uh, Fatal Fury, um, King of Fighters, Samurai Showdown, all of their games, uh, Savage Reign, uh, Kizuna Encounter, like all, they always have these dumb, hard bosses. They're always very cool, but they're so impossible that it's like Mukai. They're so impossible, bro, and it's like it always pissed me off because they're unfair. But they are beatable because I've done it. You know, I've done the shit. And I will say, so just like, obviously fighting games always have awesome bosses and very difficult. We're talking about difficult. So the last thing I'll add add with this fighting game thing, because I could just talk about fighting game bosses alone all night. Well, I do want to bring up this before you move Mm -hmm. over about the symptom. Uh, The broken moves I see here is, for example, Mizuki's projectiles reverse your controls. Zero's code attacks deal a lot of damage, but also break defense if blocked and can hit so many times that he earns a super bar each time he uses them. Yeah. They do dumb shit. What like, the fuck? Even, <laughs> before I say the thing I'm going to say about like the, the one thing that I did once, I did this big boss rush thing, but um, like Street Fighter 3 with Gil. So Gil is, Gil is Jehovah. He's, he's Yahweh. He's God. Literally is. He's the Christian God. Jehovah, but they call him Gil. And he is Yahweh. He is the Anunnaki. He is the Illuminati. Literally, literally, the the name in the game is Illuminati. He is Yahweh. He is Jehovah. If you kill him, if you beat him, if you're lucky enough, and he has a full super bar, he just goes, resurrection. (laughs) He spawns seven (laughs) wings like a seraphim, and he just refills his health bar. Amazing. Oh, I think I've seen somebody on YouTube make a video of that. How yeah, no, they were sure. showing off how they stun locked him somehow to fucking kill him so he doesn't have a fucking super bar and shit or something. <laughs> you, gotta do, you gotta bait for him to do his super. But like what sucks is, is one super is like all these meteors. Another super he does, he just like goes into the air and like summons his seraphim wings. And then like the whole, the whole stage just hits you a hundred times and you die so you can't really do anything but if you do happen to kill him and he has a meter he just resurrects and he gets a hundred percent of health back so that's a bitch but i will say though uh, with the fighting game shit capcom versus snk2 mark of, of the millennium tour 2001 dream match or whatever is one of the best crossover fighting games of all time capcom versus snk2 has a secret boss rush mode. So where you're in the main menu on at least the PS2 or the home consoles, you press like a certain thing of buttons and you go into a fight and you have to fight bison, geese, 
Rugal, it's bison, geese, Rugal, Akuma, Shinakuma, God Rugal. And there's all of the bosses all set to max difficulty eight, and you have to do them in a row, and you cannot lose. <laughs> and I was about 18, and I this is before I was like, oh, I'm drinking and smoking all night. I maybe have smoked a joint that night or something, but probably not. And I spent like five hours just fighting these dudes over and over. Because once you die, once you lose a set, once you lose a two out of three, you're done. And it took so long that I remember when I finally defeated it. I did. I wrote a note somewhere. It's in a box somewhere where I was just like, I conquered this boss rush. And it was so incredible. So I'll say when it comes to like hard, like fighting games really, really go ham with like some of these fighting games go real difficult because they want you to have a hard time and it's okay. And games like, you know, Tekken, Tekken is very notorious the final fight in Tekken 7 is very difficult and a lot of other games like Soul Calibur but but man SNK if I to anyone wants to take a boss thing oh are there hard bosses look up SNK boss syndrome look up a video someone's probably made a video about SNK boss syndrome and when you see especially gonits bro when you see the foolishness that they they make you pay for this. Like you're playing this and you're like, I paid money for this. I, I'm doing this because I wanted to. And you're playing something that you're just like, this is just wrong. Like, why would you do this to people? Like, I get it, but it's just evil. <laughs> so SNK, SNK Playmore, these motherfuckers, bro, they make the hardest bosses in all of fighting games. And they're intricate bosses. It's not like they're just badly designed. They're just, they're that fucking you. They're that badass, but uh, but they're kind of cheating. Them, That's interesting. Also. That's interesting. Rant over. Yeah, I'm actually glad you got into that. That's fairly interesting because I think Bro, that's an, a boss. Right now, like you, I just triggered myself. Yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> well, I think that's a set of bosses that a lot of people look over is like fighting games and fighting game bosses. A lot of times we look at the online play and people playing together, but there is a lineage of bosses and even difficult bosses in fighting games that, like, if you just look back at that, and I wasn't even really aware of the SNK, I had small interactions with SNK. A lot of what I played, I played a lot of Marvel versus Capcom stuff. I played Street Fighter, but I didn't really go deep into Street Fighter. Like the Alpha series and stuff, I missed. Street Fighter yeah. 2 I was all about, and Street Fighter 4. And, and 5, actually, I haven't played as much because I went the Xbox route. I made a mistake. Yeah. And um, that's why I missed some of that. Uh, but Mortal Kombat was always pretty good on my radar. Um, Clay Fighters was one of those that I played a lot of. That was pretty fun, pretty dope fighting game. It was so hard. Yeah. Because it was so broken. <laughs> yeah. Clay Fighters was That's awesome, though. Bad. This is a bad game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Clay Fighters. I don't care. That shit was f crazy. Um, oh, come on. Fucking Clay Fighters, fucking Primal Rays. That shit was dope back yeah, in the fucking day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, because I looked it up, I looked up SNKB and then Boss Syndrome came up. And then the second thing comes up, it says SNK Boss Syndrome atrocious gameplay wiki <laughs> <laughs> yeah that came up on my search too because <laughs> i'm telling you bro when you play some of these sk fighters and you get yeah. to the boss it's just like how dare you yeah like you have you're 
you have a family. Why would you do this to people? Like, right. <laughs> I want to find that video I was telling you about with that guy. That guy that you was talking about that resurrects because uh, our, oh, our Gil. friend yeah. Gill Street Fighter Three Gill G I L L Resurrection. <laughs> it's amazing. It. Oh you know that makes me think of what Mortal Kombat did now, where um, in Mortal Kombat, if you're beating the shit out of somebody like online or whatever you're playing. Instead of a fatality, you can do mercy and allow the person to come back to life. Like I've seen videos of Sonic Fox doing that to people on like tournament stages. <laughs> so, like, it's just like an asshole move. It's so disrespectful. It's ten grand on this bitch. Here you go. Yeah, Take a little bit. Here's ten percent of your health back. Try again. Yeah, <laughs> it's so disrespectful. My tail after this. Yeah. Yeah. My furry, my furry mask. Am I making fun of the furry mask, bitch? <laughs> Yeah, man, it just—it's oh, just like, my tail on my furry pants. You're gonna see that shit. Yeah, that's inside. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, man. Oh shit. Um. Well, speaking on bosses too, I, I'd say sometimes though, regard not even getting into difficulties, what's the hardest or the uniqueness too. They are just. Some of the more famous bosses that we have in gaming as well, games that um, Bowser, for instance, is always the boss. That's always the boss in Mario games that everybody knows. Um, Dr. Wily, another one that I brought up in the game. Again, he's basically the boss um, in most Mega Man games. I mean, you do get into Sigma, and he becomes like a last boss in some of those games. He's like a virus in the system. In the X games, yeah, Sigma is usually the final boss of like the X games. It's usually Wily, and mm. like the regular Mega Man games, and then you get into um. Wily's dead. It's a long time later. I think it's yeah, well, not dead, but he should be. It's like, I think it's like thirty years later or more. Well, that new Mega Man Eleven came back around, and that brought Wily back into the fro. Yeah, but Eleven still takes place before X. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, X does a jump into the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but you have uh, Dr. Wily, King K. Rule is also big with Donkey Kong series. It's with those always that reoccurring boss. Uh, Ganon from the Legend of Zelda series, like Definitely. always the end boss. And uh, is there any Legend of Zelda game where Ganon is not the final boss? Uh, yeah. Um, between Ganon versus Ganondorf. Because they're kind of one's the elf, one's the dark elf guy, and the other thing's the pig demon. Well, Ganondorf is a Gerudo. He's more. He's a, he's not really. He's not a Hylian. He's a Gerudo, so he doesn't have the elf ears for one. But yeah, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. I get what you're talking about. But Dorf is like the pig thing. No, Ganon is the pig thing. Ganondorf is the guy. Yeah. Is the, is the the dark elf or whatever? Yeah, well, the guy. I, I do um, know. Um, and speaking of that, we just came the remake that came to Switch, uh, Link's Awakening. Of uh, that last boss, actually didn't have anything to do with a Ganon or Ganondorf. Yeah, or there's a number of them that don't have Ganon. Yeah, uh, in the uh, especially in the portable games. Yeah, the portable games uh, is kind of where it's at. Uh, yeah, the the portable games, uh, Menace Cap, uh, Madras Mask, uh, Spirit Tracks. Um, Phantom Hourglass, uh, Link's Awakening, uh, Seasons, Oracles, and Ages. 
So like, yeah, there's a, there's a number of them that don't have uh, like Ganon or Ganondorf, you know, like there's completely different uh, bosses. There's completely different bosses at the end of them. That's interesting. Who are some of the more famous bosses through some of the games? Like uh, Sephiroth, I know I mentioned him with the Kingdom Hearts thing, but he's also been uh, a boss. Like, you know, Final Fantasy VII is kind of where his thing's at there. And yeah, you got um, yeah, you got Sephiroth, and he's kind of one that's well known. I think uh, Final Fantasy VI, um, Kefka, right? Kefka. He's kind of one that people like to bring up and highlight too, as a like a memorable boss. But I would argue, I would say Final Fantasy VIII is one of the problems they suffer with because Ultimicia is really not that memorable of a boss. Yeah, um, I don't know her at all. I've been, I haven't played it though. That's the problem. Well, I have it loaded. I need to, I need to play it. She's a boss that exists outside of like space and time, and she's like possessing people in the time period that you're in, and like doing things for whatever nefarious reason she's doing them for. I don't remember. I part of the part of the fact reason Ultimicia isn't uh rememberable is just because of how freaking cerebral the plot of the whole damn game is. Yeah. Like, Again, she's like outside of time. More of it, so I mean, like he's like, it gets really convoluted, like really quick. There really isn't a face for the like the main antagonists in eight, like there are in like six and seven, for instance. You spend like a lot of the time thinking that she's that woman you see during the parade in the beginning. That's like that witch. Yeah, and she's actually like a good guy, and she was just being possessed by yeah. this other sorcerer, Ultimicia, outside of, like, space and space time. Space and time. And that's when, that's when things really get kind of complicated, and it gets really fucking meta. That's yeah. I think that's why a lot of people don't remember um, 8 like yeah. that. 8 eight does get pretty weird. And then, of course, we talked about 10, where that final boss is just this weird blorb thing, which actually, I mean, I think most people probably really consider Jet kind of more of the thing and sin the big whale thing uh whatever uh, it is boss that i don't know if people talk about when it comes to final fantasy is kuja from nine. Oh uh, yeah yeah i do hear a lot of people you know i i have a lot of vague memories of nine i remember beating it and the boss that really sticks out to me in nine is the one i had a lot of problems with is gaia where you fight like a planet is it like yeah, a secret boss yeah. And Careful a little bit because I haven't played that and I mean to. It's a I secret. It's a secret boss, and I don't remember what his deal is in comparison to the plot. So it's really not a spoiler, and you can probably play the game and not even fight this boss. But yeah. it's an actual like planet that you just fight, and it's very fucking hard. Like <laughs> I remember barely pulling it out when I finally beat him. And there's another secret boss you can fight too. That's Hades, if I remember right, right in nine. I remember those distinctly. Mm. Those are summons. I think that those are summons from what I remember that you can fight in the in the game. Yeah, I, I remember correctly. I don't know because I haven't played it in a while, yet, but I do remember Kuja. Like when I played it originally, he kind of left an impression on me. I don't know if I just like that style of boss that they did because he's another kind of silver-haired, um, like I don't know, like he's kind of like. Um, not effluent, um, flamboyant. That's the word I'm looking at. He's kind of a flamboyant, another fl- flamboyant kind of boss. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I li- He was memorable to me. I liked him. Mm. Mm. Um, okay. I mean, I will say, to throw it back to something we already talked about a bunch, but end of DMC3, Virgil was crazy. 
on top Ver- of the tower. Yeah, that was that also was really. You're on the top of the tower in the rain in the Temenagru, I believe is what it was. That called. That was so dope. They've recreated it two other times. Like yeah. Final, I mean, uh, Devil May Cry DMC, the remake recreates the final boss fight between Virgil and Dante, and then Devil May Cry Five gives you two final Virgil boss fights. <laughs> At the end of that fucking game. Because yeah. you fight him with Dante, and then you come back with Nero and fight Virgil again. Oh, uh, you come back with crazy mutant insect Jesus Nero. Yeah. And fight them. Yeah. Um, and then other, uh, also, not even to go like final boss type shit, but uh, Bloodborne had Father Gascoigne, which was the first major boss fight in that game. And that's one of the hardest boss fights in the whole game. Like, he's one of the top five boss fights, hardest boss fights in the game, Father Gascoigne, I think, mm. in, uh, in Bloodborne. And uh, he's the first major boss you fight. I mean, you fight the Cleric Beast, but that's just a sub-boss. Mm-hmm. So I thought those were two um, also really good mentions. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, Rom the Spider actually gave me a lot of problems. I remember Rom's him. an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that gave me problems. I won't say... I won't really give it props. Yeah, I wouldn't it either. It's because it really just ads that give you the problems. Yeah, just a it's bunch those of spiders, spiders, dude. Those spiders yeah. deal way too much damage. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. If Rom, the thing about Rom is that, um, like you said, the spiders. And you can only really damage them if you hit them in the body. So, like, because yeah. their heads are, like, have high defense and shit. And then, like, you got to watch out for him casting fucking magic spells. Like, the entire time you're fighting, you got to look out for the damn spiders and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck Rom the fucking spider. But I would say I'm more getting into bosses that you remember that maybe have more personality and character. So I would even go into Liquid Snake and Revolver Ocelot. Those correct. two. I would even say Revolver Ocelot over that. Ocelot is is kind of a real standout. I think Revolver Ocelot is just as important as Snake and like Solid and Liquid and Big Boss. He is in there. So yeah, Revolver especially Ocelot after um, well, yeah, after uh, Metal Gear Solid three and four, that really solidifies Revolver Ocelot is like the most like because they show Revolver Ocelot being there back when Boss became Big Boss, like when when Naked yeah, Snake when became Big Boss after defeating the original boss, <laughs> you know? You guys need to play Peace Walker because Peace Walker, it kind of cements it even more like how oh, Ocelot really? got involved with the Patriots and everything. Interesting. Like, yeah, so like you guys are kind of doing yourselves a disservice by not playing Peace Walkers because I know how big of Metal Gear fans you guys are. <clears throat> yeah, it was a P... Uh, the problem with that was it was a PSP game and I was never well, big on handholds, handhelds, but I know it's come to consoles after... And I yeah, just never the, got in the, into it. In the HD collection. Yeah. I figure, I think I might even have an HD collection, but it's for the PS2, and I don't really have a way of playing it. It won't that. be on that. It's on the PS. The first time Peace Walker came to home consoles was PS3 on the HD uh, collection. Yeah, on the, the, the HD collection for the PS3, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to have to go get that then and do that. That's probably a blind spot that I need to fill in because I've heard good things about Peace Walker and I've never played. You know what? I actually think I did get it for because I had a PSP for a while. I just didn't really, I just never really played it. And um, <clears throat> that's for most people. Because I've, yeah, I've played 
Metal Gear Solid one, two, three, four, five, and you know I'm a big fan of the series. And um, it's interesting that you say that Revolver Onslaught's a big role in that too. So that's pretty cool. But Revolver Onslaught is like the whole plot twist. So did you, you said you didn't beat four? I did not beat four. Okay. Do you but know how okay. it ends? I kind of know at the end we go back to Shadow Moses. We fight on top of the shit. I kind of get it. And I, even if I hear something, I. I will probably. I'm well, still gonna enjoy it when I see it. What they do. I, the fact it, that I know we go to Shadow Moses again. I'm already. That's enough for you. Can say whatever you want. Yeah, they um. They do something that's kind of silly, but also I kind of liked anyways. Is that Revolver Ocelot was actually faking the whole liquid thing to throw the Patriots off? He was actually working to take down the Patriots. He was. Oh shit! I would have never seen that coming. Yep. So he <laughs> was you. on Solid Snake's side so the was, whole time. So the whole thing where the hand was possessing him was yes. fake? Yes. It oh, was how all... fucking dare you? Why did I say that? Why did I say... I thought that the blood from the hand was like possessing him. And I was like, oh, this is some shit. And I'm, oh. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. You it's didn't okay. know the end. It's my fault. It's my fault for not playing it. You I need to play it. this shit. You play that shit. God damn it. All I remember is the guy who kept shitting his pants. Yeah, they did have a lot of parts of the guy shitting his pants. The God. last fight is pretty awesome because it's literally you and Ocelot having a throwdown fist fight on top of... On top of, of a Metal Gear, yeah. right? Yeah. I know that. I know that. Yeah. 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 And um, <laughs> But it's revealed that he... But But he's all doing this shit. He's tricking the Patriots himself. And he's orchestrating this whole thing to get you to do to what you need to do to take down the Patriots. And, um, yeah, there was, uh, nice. pretty interesting. And, uh, Ocelot is, uh, like goes down for that. Like he perfectly mimicked liquid's voice and everything. So some of it's kind of weird. So like, he's been voice acting the whole time since two is what they deposit. So that's <laughs> good. Hypnotism was, yeah. Or, Ocelot went and had that. He actually sounded like liquid yeah. as well. Thinking he was liquid. Yeah. Yeah, so, and that allowed him to do things and to like, like unexplainable things. When the Patriots are like, "What are you doing?" and he's just like, "It's liquid." (laughs) (laughs) But like, he technically was a member of the Patriots or like working for them or something like that. And so, um, well, he was working for Big Boss the entire time. Yes, because. See, that's another thing that upsets me about five. You got me ranting on five, thinking about damn five again. Is that five had to, but like the whole idea of Venom Snake, I like that idea because it kind of solves some plot holes with you killing Big Boss in uh, the second Metal Gear game. But then he comes back at the end of four and like kind of hugs Snake and dies, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it kind of solves some of those plot holes. But then like the game, I don't know. I feel like the game story was like. It was so poorly executed, and I feel like there's too many plot holes in it. Yeah, yeah, that's a five. But um, Liquid was dope. Just if you just look at his appearance in one, because to be honest, you really can't even look at his. It uh, four undoes anything Liquid had in two, because it's like no Revolver Ocelot was just pretending. <laughs> so word. it's not Liquid. So Liquid's Liquid. one. Uh, yeah. His review. Y'all are lucky that I'm already like halfway drunk, so that way I'm gonna hope to forget all of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to take another one. 
<laughs> going in on number five right now because I'm thinking, oh my God, what's going on? Yeah, man. I mean, fuck, dude. It's, it's been fault, so long. Why have fault. you not? You know what? This is what you get. Me and Aaron were talking about this the other day that you don't finish your fucking games. And I know. This I is the thing that happens. I feel sad. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't finish your games. God damn it, shit. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. Way, I don't know, fucking ten years ago. I don't know, fucking yeah. know. I don't know. I remember the guy shitting himself. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. Meryl, then, yeah Meryl comes back and some guy shits himself. That's all I yep, remember. Yep, yep, yep. That's all that is true. And then also, so does uh, Eva, which is a uh, big mama, which is um, isn't she the one that basically had Solid Snake, and Liquid Snake, like gave birth to them? She got pregnant with them through the. I don't the... know. Yeah, Eva. She carried the babies. For yeah, the, she carried the babies. For the project, yeah. Eva, nah, don't even, you know what, forget it. Anyways, <laughs> awesome. You know what I like? I really like how in Castlevania, you always think that the boss is going to be Dracula, right? Yeah. Always is. But there's always, you always have to fight death, a.k.a. Shaft. Mm. So you I was ever- thinking, like, you know what, like, sure there's Dracula, but Shaft is always a really good boss fight too the basically death and when you get into the later games when they're explaining he's kind of like a manipulator mm. because he is an ele- he's an element he's the element of death so I, I really do like that um death and the grim reaper is is just as big of a part of castlevania as dracula mm. um, and i think that the boss fight in castlevania lords of shadow 2 is pretty sick i don't know uh the death fights after Death fight in the first one is the, like the legendary one, like that's the one that fucking whoops everybody's ass. But I mean, the fights in the lead and all the rest of them, I don't really feel like he was that he was that difficult in the rest of them, especially. Yeah, but, I don't know about difficulty, just but I, I just think it was nice that they always. Oh well, yeah, yeah. The fact that he's always there, like as a character, you, yeah. You put him there because you're technically fighting an undead, resummonable demon king. So right. they'd always bring at least the concept of death would show up. Oh, yeah. Right. I always kind of thought he was like supposed to have been like a uh, Shinigami and like the uh, the Japanese interpretation of like the Grim Reaper because and like they're supposed to have like more than one. I didn't realize it was supposed to be like the he's like the singular one because there's supposed to be like more than one Shinigami. In well, but the the, uh, like the Shinigami Tensei games. Yeah, Shinig- no, Shin- Shinigami. Yeah, it's like the Reaper. That's like their their idea of like the Grim Reaper. Oh, okay. And there's like more than one. So that's why I was about. That's why I thought it. You said Shinigami, but you're not saying Shin Megami as in Shin Megami Tensai. Like the- no, not, not yeah, not Shin Megami, Shinigami. Okay, because in Shin Megami Shin- they have all the. That's all biblical. They have all the biblical horsemen. Okay, so I'll look up what Shinigami is. Isn't that basically like the name they gave in Death Note? Like for the, um, what they called those, um, the dudes that were, yeah. uh, that had That's the Death Notes? Like in Japanese, in like Japanese mythology, like Shinto mythology, you know, Shinigami is like, the, they're like the angels of death. They're mm. good, they're, but there's more than one. Whereas like here we have like, it's either, um, I think it's Gabriel in, in the Bible. It's like the angel of death. And it's like, the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Uh, and like all of that here, there's usually just one. But over there in Japan, it's like there's like multiple. Motherfuckers. I thought it was Michael, but maybe it's Gabriel. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. It yeah, might I be. Remember. I thought my. I thought Michael was the Archangel. He's a leader. Yeah, he's, he's the Archangel. Yeah. Michael comes back on a 
Michael's almost like a Jesus character. He comes back on like a white horse with like a sword flowing in front of his face, and he's wearing a crown, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Almost like a Christ figure. That's why mm. there was that movie Michael with John Travolta, where he was basically like a Christ figure. Oh my God! Yeah, I do you remember that movie? <laughs> it's like always smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the angel. He was like, ah, I'm edgy Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> edge Lord Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but <clears throat> beyond Castlevania, let's go talk back about Metal Gear Solid Four because I wasn't done with that yet. Oh no! Doctor <laughs> <laughs> so, Robotnik from Sonic. <laughs> Doctor Robotnik, he's also a memorable boss. You're absolutely right yeah, about he that. Had, he always had great little robot forms. But go yeah. ahead. <laughs> You know, also had great robots. Metal Gear Solid Four had great robots. <laughs> so did Ocelot. <laughs> Metal Gear opens up, and it's John Travolta. I'm Michael. Hey guys, Scientology. Oh shit, dude! You gotta play Metal Gear Solid Four. Please play Metal. I will not speak about that game ever again to you because there's still cool shit that I haven't said that you. Still haven't done, and you need to play Metal Gear Solid Four. You know what's gonna get him to play Metal Gear Solid Four? If you tell him, uh, I can spoil one thing for you that I think I'll get you to play it. You get to drive Rex and fight Ray in a giant okay. mech battle. That sounds pretty dope. I mean, but the fact that I can have a shirtless fist fight on top of a Metal Gear, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta get, I gotta. Do you that. got to. There's so much shit that comes back. It's such a treat. For anybody who's played like the games of the series, it's like right. thank you for it's doing that. To like to end the series, like yes. I, even when that was spoiled for me years ago, I was like, "Damn it!" But fuck, that sounds awesome. I gotta see that one day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so uh, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna see it eventually. I will. I mean, all I gotta do is just move my PS3 in my room. It's like in a box mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got you. I got you, man. I got you, man. But you, you know, you actually are right. Doctor Robotnik is one of the classic main villains that keeps coming around, like the ones I've named before, like Bowser, like Doctor Wily, like King K. Yeah. Rule, and things like that. So, those yeah, are some of the more famous. Stuff, uh, Dracula, Dracula is one too. Like on the Castlevania stuff that you say, he is yeah. kind of a reoccurring boss for the Castlevania series as well. So, yeah. Well, that's why I chose to say like death because mm -hmm. we know that you always get your you. Almost only f always fight Dracula. Yeah. Always fight death. Yeah. And yeah. them shaft. Yeah. Around some reason for something. So, yeah. Fucking enter phallic reference. But, like, I guess because death fucks you even when you're dead. But, I mean, like, yeah. Dracula's always cool. And, but I think that, like, the real standout for Castlevania is, like, the fact that death always shows up. Mm. Uh, the, I think it was a really great job in Lords of Shadow One. Yeah. How it was done. It takes a long time to explain that, but Lords of Shadow One is like really, really great and they did a really fucking great job of that boss fight and the whole twist and uh thought he was great. And then Dracula, of course, man. It's fucking Dracula, he's cool. We all yeah. we're always like him. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Um, do you have any other like these mainstay memorable bosses that we see over and over again? Um, just as I mentioned, and and all that. Maybe not, um, maybe not a over and over again, but at least a one go. Yeah, well, just something Mike, that's Mike, motherfucking Tyson, punch out. Oh yeah, 
Punch Out. Oh yeah, Mike Tyson. Anybody ever play? I, I love Punch Out. I I don't know why. Like it's a great just remember game. now. Just know now that while Mike Tyson on Punch Out was beating you, his dick was hard the whole time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Be sure of that. Because when he did that interview on Joe Rogan, he was like, it's almost like he forgot the recording and millions of people are listening. He yeah. was like, I get erect. I get erect when I hurt people. <laughs> he was like, what does that mean? And Joe's just like, uh, like I get like aroused when I'm hurting people. And then you think back to like, wait, he had that rape case. And it's like, oh, you definitely did it. <laughs> yeah. You definitely beat the shit out of that chick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, sorry, but I mean, fuck it. Hold, hold my dick. Get the fuck out of here. You get the point. But yeah, like, um, well, yeah, in Dyson like, Punch Out, I'm pretty sure there is a an erect Tyson beating you up as you play that game over and over again. <laughs> I mean, other than to bring up like multiple Dark Souls bosses, like the the, the Four Kings, or to bring up like Ludwig the Accursed uh, in, in Bloodborne, or Lady Maria, or Koss in Bloodborne or anything in Bloodborne or Dark Souls <laughs> pretty much like all of it um, all of those but then other ones I mean Resident Evil has all the tyrants and all the different formulas Resident Evil formula. does have the repeat of tyrants that are also they could be fairly interesting in fact the Resident Evil 2 remakes reinterpretation of tyrant and the way that they did it and the way that you interact with him was very interesting and fascinating and um, yeah. I thought I thought I really liked that, but he doesn't. Uh, you know, actually mentioning that, I'd have to shout out Resident Evil Three, the original, the original, because Nemesis is such an interesting thing in that game, more so yeah. than what he is in the remake. The remake, he is a reoccurring fight that you fight multiple times. And it changes up a lot. And there are things that I actually do really like the remake. I, I don't hate the remake. I like the remake. But the original, it's, it's, they just didn't capture what made the original good. Yeah. And I haven't played, I still haven't played the remake yet, yeah. which I can't believe. I just still haven't played it yet. Yeah. But yeah, it looks, Nemesis looks like he's was kind of, they cut a lot out from him. He like, he's a watered down version of himself from the, from the original. It's a mix of, I would say it's a mix of that, right? Cause like there, he is more interesting in the remake in certain aspects, right? Like the boss encounters, there's more to it. Like when he has the flamethrower and you have to work around shooting that flame thing on his back and do that. Then he's this monster creature that's racing around attacking you and you have to use like, like, okay. The thing that, um, three remake does is like, the different weapons you get throughout the game are actually useful into dealing with different forms of nemesis, right? Uh. But what th the original three does, it's interesting, is just at different points, you constantly run into nemesis and you have options at times, not always, but at times of either, well, actually almost always, actually, because you can technically yeah. run from Nemesis if you want every time. There's only a couple of forced fights. There's, There's like a, one in the clock tower. There's like one, yes. um, I forget exactly. But I remember the one in the clock tower is forced. There's only like three forced fights. Yeah, there's only like two or three forced fights. Everything else is really just on you. and um, But you're rewarded for fighting Nemesis. If you down him, he won't come back until the next encounter time. And you will get like a piece of a weapon. 
And if you do it again, you'll get like, okay, a gun. And then if you keep downing them every encounter, you'll even get a different gun. And then like maybe health kit thing or something like that that are nice. very helpful in the game. And, um, and also, depending on choices, there are certain points where like, do you fight? Do you like push him or do you run around him? And depending on what you choose, you will end up like having to deal with a different version of him in some of the force fights like the clock tower one you can fight him at the clock tower with his tentacles and shit or you can fight him with a rocket launcher in his hand it depends on the choices that you make how nemesis ends up in that so um that's kind of interesting that because nemesis is a boss that is always coming back and he can be difficult he whooped my ass yeah, it also plays into your resource management, especially if you're playing on the harder difficulties, kind of like we did, because you have to sit there and choose. Well, do I even have enough ammo to fight? Yes, there was a do few I, times you know, that I, I want to. Yeah, do I want to take the the chance to say, "Oh yeah, I can beat him with this amount of ammo," and then later you're at risk of like the other zombies and shit because you used your ammo on Nemesis yep. to try to get a part yep. of the gun or whatever, or do I just go ahead and run from him and just forget? the extra shit you get from so yeah it yeah. definitely play nemesis is definitely more interesting i think it seems like in in the, in the original yeah he he is i would say that he's definitely more interesting in the original which like hurts the remake but i think the remake the thing with the remake is it it there are some positives about the remake it does feel better the nemesis interactions are a little more fun there, I think that's the best way to put it, because Nemesis itself in in three is just here's this dude doing these attacks and like the roll the dodge mechanic is jank as fuck, and then like that the, goes and, back to like the tank controls and yes, stuff. Yes, it does go back to that, and also having to encounter him in tight hallways and you're dodging into walls and like it could just be kind of a nightmare on a control scheme, where you feel much more in control in in the remake. And the dodge mechanic is actually useful. Uh, it's useful in the original. It's not like it's not useful, but it's more so in the remake. And Nemesis is um, the the force boss encounters with Nemesis in the remake, which are mostly every encounter is kind of a forced encounter. Um, yeah. The it, tank controls really do kind of change things with like the older yeah. games because like the like that kind of control those controls are like the classic thing but yeah. like they're con- they're just shitty now like by standards today yeah. they're like they're just shitty controls but yeah. like yeah, even like the G fight the yeah okay that's cool yeah even like the G fight in the second Resident Evil like when you first encounter G and you fall down through the uh, the grate into that little area with like all the steam pipes and shit yeah you, like they had in the remake. Well, I remember in the original, playing the original, that encounter just felt a lot more intense because of the tank controls, trying to navigate your way around that area with the tank controls while running from G. Whereas in the remake, it did just felt, it felt a lot easier, felt a lot more fluid. And it felt, I'm going to say a little bit more action-y, but not like in a bad way, because you had more control of the character. Yeah, I feel that way with Resident Evil 3 remake. It is a bit more action-y, but not in a bad way. Like, I actually do enjoy... Um, for what it is, um, and I think the reimagination of the enemies in three are also pretty interesting. And Nemesis, 
honestly, they really do cut out. Like, even like, I know some people felt like the giant worm boss in three is gone, but to be honest, he was kind of a bullshit thing anyway. Like, I, 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 I'm not really mad that they took that out. It, that just felt like a boss to jam in, you know, like it, it there wasn't really much to it. You you had a different experience, I think, with the worm than I did because you said you just knocked the lamppost over on him, right? Yeah, I saw that you can do that, and then I tricked him into it, and it killed him. Like, it was very easy. Yeah. Yeah, see, I ended up uh, using, my uh, like, my ammo and shit on him. Yeah. And, him. and then wasting all that down. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't realize you could use the lamppost like that and kill yeah. him. I'll tell you this, one um, I think is a better fight in Resident Evil 3 Remake is the final fight with Nemesis where you get the laser cannon. That is better. That feels more badass. It feels a little funner. I've seen that scene and it does look like it's a lot fucking cooler than the original. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So, like, there there are some things about the remake that are good. I think it's definitely worth a play, especially if you're a fan. But you like there. I think there's just pros and cons for each version of three, to where they're both great to play. But I don't know if I would just say one's better than the other. Right. Uh, if I had to choose, I'd probably say the original's probably better because there's more to it. The clock tower and all that kind of stuff is there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course, the voice acting and character work in 3 are phenomenal. Uh, They're much better. The action is more fluid and feels better. Uh, The enemies are a little more um, interesting and fun, I'd say. Uh, That hospital fight at the end with Carlos. I like the integration of Carlos a little more. It definitely felt weird to just be throwing Carlos once. And I also liked that... um, Resident Evil 3 Remake, when you go back to the um, the uh, police station, it actually ties in and feel and fills in gaps of, not even gaps, but it just fills in some things that when you play Resident Evil 2, and you're like, oh, that's why it was like that when I played Resident Evil 2. Carlos right. did this, and that's why this area is like this, and that's why he's like that, and that's, like, that was kind of cool to tie that in. I actually did like that. So I don't think they really did that with between the original two and three. Does um Brad still get fucked up by Nemesis? Uh yeah. But it's not a um it's not like one of the optional things, right? It's just something that happens. So Okay. Yeah. Uh but that that still does. So um overall though, like Resident Evil 3 pretty solid. And Nemesis as a boss is just really interesting. Because, like, in 2, talking about bosses in 2, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. X is pretty cool in the 2 remake. And he kind of comes in. And, and that's an interesting boss encounter as well. And, of course, it's it's in line with the repeat. It's Tyrant. And in the Resident Evil series, you see different variations on this Tyrant, which is like a uh, mutated, you know, person or thing with a T virus that you know you get these different bosses from almost and and a number of, number of the games before they get into like what is it Resident Evil Five or Wesker's like super powered human being teleporting around and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So and it kind of uh, you can almost say it jumps the shark a bit to what the series normally was dealing with, which were giant mutated monsters. 
Yeah, f- that's why f- four. Speaking of the, like, you can't not to skip over four. Four feels like uh, such a uh, like a middle ground between uh, the series, mm. you know, because it was not it's not quite action uh, as action based as five. It's still kind of got some of the horror elements and everything. And then the entire game follows Leon in um, Brazil and like this whole new setting with this whole new uh, virus and everything and this cult and all this interesting stuff. You've played four. Yeah, I've played through and beat four. Oh, back okay. uh, the GameCube. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, like the final, bo- like that little. Um, I don't want. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to use that word. But the little person that you that yeah. ends up fighting. Um, the midget. Yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go, Jesse. You. It's okay. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse for the win. All right. Um, There's not that many people listening. We're not gonna get canceled yet. <laughs> when you get canceled. That's when you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, you, were, you were talking about the midget. Yeah, Resident Evil Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He seems like like I don't know like he's like creepy and like weird and like he's just like but at the same time he's kind of like I don't know he's fucking laughable. Yeah. Like, he's one of the weirdest losses I've seen. Yeah, I don't remember much about him. Like I've played four so long ago, and I think I only played it the one time through uh, for my GameCube back in the day. Um, there's certain things I remember from it. I just don't remember how the that last boss situation went down. But um, I do know that in five, and then I think even in seven as well. Like the last boss in Resident Evil Seven Two deals more with like powers and stuff as much as just giant monster. So like the original like f- first three and I guess mainly uh, four or two dealt with just like kind of creatures or mutated things that you dealt with. And then Resident Evil 5 has Wesker teleporting around and it gets kind of crazy. And um, but um, yeah, I mean the Resident Evil series in itself is, is so great. And I think my favorite boss out of that series is probably Nemesis. I think a lot of things with Nemesis are just fun. And I'm glad that they did the remake. And I like Nemesis in the remake. And I like him in the original. He's a little more interesting in the original as far as like the encounters with him are. But in um in the remake, he's more of an interesting fight in the remake. So okay. I give it that. But um I think that'll probably conclude unless there's some other bosses and stuff that you want to talk about. I would say about. there's one more I gotta bring up. Sure. And it's Avion. And it's a game of nothing but boss fights. And it's Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, so I shit. will say, obviously, if you haven't, have you guys played Shadow of the Colossus before? I actually have not. I know of it, but I don't think Halo? I've really played it through. No. No, I haven't played it. I've seen like a ton of people play it. Like, no, that's awesome. That's like, so wonderful I'm... for both of you. Yeah. So, so I think it's actually almost the perfect game to end on. And we don't have to go very far because you guys haven't played it. Shadow of the Colossus basically is a very vague game where you start with a character who doesn't speak, who brings a body to an altar. It's either his girlfriend or his sister or his mom or his wife. You don't know who it is. And then this this voice from above, godly voice, is like, hey, I'll do whatever you want if you do this task. So he wants to revive this thing. And the game is just 16 boss fights. That's all it is. There's no other enemies to kill. There's no mazes. And I mean, 
not really. There's nothing to do in this game other than kill 16 colossi, colossus, colossus monsters. Mm. And uh, it's a wonderful game. It was a PS Plus game, so like maybe a couple years ago. So maybe you guys have it. Uh, Maybe you don't. You might if you've had PS Plus for continuously for a couple of years. If not, it's worth it on sale. You know, it's worth it for the twenty bucks they want. It's definitely worth it. It's one of the best games I've ever played. It's great. Sony, yeah, first I might party have to Sony get that game. From from what I've heard about it from other people Yo, and stuff too. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm missing that. A work a black, of art. It's a work of art. And the first boss itself is really cool. It's fun. You see, but there's one boss, and please do not. This is one thing with this game is don't look shit up because it ruin. It's it's one of those things that can be ruined so quick. Mm. Yeah, it's like Final Fantasy. It's like Final Fantasy Seven. Aerith dies. Aerith dies. It's, oh, you could say it in two words. You can yeah. ruin a game. You ruin experience. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. The thing is, no, it's it's sixteen. All it is is sixteen boss fights. That's all it is. It's you, a horse, and then you go outside and you point your sword at the sun, and the light refracts into a direction, and you just follow the light. And eventually, that will lead you to a boss fight. Mm. It's all in order, so you can't do it out of order. And you fight one boss after the other. And it sounds kind of boring or tedious, but no, it's incredible. <laughs> and there's one boss fight. I believe it's the third. And, man, it's kind of, it kind of sucks that I can't... I, I, I'm not going to talk about it. But I would really advise you to not look this shit up, because it will ruin it for you. Because they're basically puzzles. And you, you look... you. Like the first boss you fight, you're like you're you're as tall as his ankle bone, you know what I mean? Like he's probably fifteen to twenty stories high, and you're as tall as his foot. And you're like, how do I kill this thing? You don't just walk up to it and slash it with your sword, but then you think, and it's incredible. So it's basically boss fight the game, and there's one called Avion, and it's number three. The word, the name already gives it to you a little bit. But that was a moment that will forever live in so many hearts. Like, I remember the day where I was like, hold on a second. Is this what I should do? And then you do the thing, and then you just go. A huge smile creeps on your face, and you're like, and you just start, woo, holy shit. Mm. So when it comes to boss fights, um, Shadow of the Colossus is basically boss fight the game. Mm. And that's all it is. It's just boss fight after boss fight. And they're big, intricate boss puzzles where you, as a human-sized character, are fighting colossus-sized giants and figuring out how to defeat them. So that's why like, I'm, I wanted to make sure, like, hey, I, gotta, I at least got to throw that out there. And that's I got to give props to Avion. No, that's cool. I'm uh, that's definitely gonna be on my list. I'm glad to hear you said it's on the PlayStation yeah. Four. I'm um, I probably they, they they did a wonderful. They did a PS2 to PS3 remaster, and then yeah. from that they did it again, remastered it again for the PS4. Nice. And it is a definite game that people love watching. Yeah. Like it's a good game to stream. Like it's fun to watch. I'm gonna have to do that after I'm done some of my Dark Souls runs. That's definitely gonna be on the list. Um. Uh, well, shout out to Cuphead for that matter as well. Uh, I've beaten that definitely, game like definitely. three different times, and that's basically a boss run. Simple as that. There are a few levels, huh? No, I'm saying you're right. Like it's pretty much just boss rushes with a couple of little levels. I heard you saying something about like 
an expert mode or something like that on your uh yeah we're talking about that because i think your boy's been playing it um yes. so brian plays that with my other buddy Corey. there's like, not an expert I, mode there's an easy and normal mode right so the normal a, mode like psycho modes there's like there's there's more modes than easy and normal there's like you hard sure? modes and shit yes now you can see they, any come up where's my phone they um they play those, and it's funny because like when I yelled at Brian, he's like, "Oh, you guys play hard games," and I was like, "Shut the fuck up! You play Cuphead on like the hardest difficulty." Yeah, um, I have to look into that because what Cuphead was, if you play it on easy, you can beat the whole game up into the devil, but because like you, they won't let you fight the devil because you didn't collect any souls. You can only collect their souls if you put it on normal mode. Normal modes where you get the souls. And that was kind of an interesting thing, too, because a lot of people were upset with Cuphead. I remember articles coming out about, like, the game's too hard and, like, they won't let me beat it on the easy mode. I can only okay. do it on the normal. So here's what it says. It says, there are two... This is kind of a weird fucking typo. I fucking hit gram grammatical errors on Google. There are two, three types of levels in Cuphead. Mausoleums. Run and gun and bosses. Yes. Mausoleums and running gun levels cannot have their difficulty altered. However, bosses give two options simple and regular. That's what I said. <laughs> yep. Regular is the standard unforgiving difficulty. Yeah. So mm -hmm. most of the time you're playing um not regular, you're playing easy. The well, is. this it's is the thing. You can you have to play regular. The only way you can actually beat the game is by playing regular mode. Because that's the only way you get their souls. Because the yeah. whole concept of it is the devil has this like gambling thing set up, right? And people gamble and they gamble away their souls. And Cuphead and Mugman end up doing that thing. They mess around in the casino and the devil has a contract for their souls. So to get free, they go and collect debts for the devil. So you're fighting all these bosses. And uh, that's kind of the concept. And at the end of it, you fight the devil because you're like, fuck you. I'm not going to hand over these souls and stuff like that. I'm going to fight you. And you fight the devil. So that game has only two difficulty settings. Found it. I found it. Yeah. Regular. So they're simple. They're simple. And there's regular. You have to beat the game on regular, and that unlocks expert mode. Yeah. Oh. That's what I was about to say. So, yeah. You, that's, that's what... So Brian was saying, I'm at 116% on expert or whatever. And it's so strange to like know Corey and Brian. And they don't really like fucks with like really hard games like that. Yeah. But it was so strange to see them take a liking to Cuphead. I, I stayed away because I was like, fuck your Nintendo garbage. I'm a Sony pony. And uh, I, it was so strange to see them playing like really high level, basically Mega Man style shit. Mm -hmm. And um, I would we, like we would be there, three blunts in, thirty beers in, and they're still just fighting one boss for like a long, like not one boss, but like playing all night, like on like one or two or three bosses. It's a really, really like expert mode shit. And Cuphead itself on regular is just like really crazy, man, mm -hmm. because it's basically it gets to a point where it's like one hit kill. It gets to a point. Oh, oh, that's I, actually this is probably what I'm actually really referring to. They were trying to triple S rank everything, so they were like, "We cannot even take one bullet." Yeah, 
So that's where they were playing like, fuck, you took a bullet. Start, quit, restart. And I'm yeah, like, are you yeah, crazy? Yeah. And they're like, no, we're trying to triple S rank the whole game. Yeah, yeah. And now they're still like, I think Corey finished his, but Brian is like trying to finish off his expert difficulty, triple S rank, f- the whole shit. No shit. And I don't think I want to do that. So I didn't buy Cuphead yet. Yeah. Well, I don't, <laughs> I'm not big on doing that kind of stuff either. I like playing on hard difficulties, but okay, I'm not. Mr. Legendary Dark Knight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I don't, I actually do like to play the hardest difficulties. I don't care to do the, oh, let me do this with no hit run. Like that's not, that's not typically anything that I really do that much. Like I'm not interested in getting trophies as much. And I just yeah. like, I like the challenge and I like beating the challenge. I don't care to like, let's make it harder and harder and harder on me. Like when I'm doing Dark Souls 2, I'm not picking that outfit or picking that way because I want the difficulty spike. I'm doing it because I just role playing a character and I think that's cool. I'm a boxer yeah. character that I'm punching fucking boss demons in the face. And like, I just think that's fun. I'm not doing that as a difficulty spike. I don't care to do that portion. Like some people do. Um, yeah, like there's this guy called Happy Hob who's a big uh, soul streamer. Oh, Happy Hob is a maniac. He yeah, oh, so like, you know about he, Happy Hob. Like, yeah, he'll beat Dark Souls without getting hit and he'll oh. be doing it using the Donkey Konga controls from the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Guy. He like, just he, yeah, like, he's done he, shit like he that and then he uh he beat Dark Souls using a guitar hero controller. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. He does that shit and then he j- his new accomplishment, he just set the record for his uh I think he calls it the God Run because he beat every FromSoft game from yeah, yeah. from Demon Souls. Listen to what Kalo's about to tell you, dog. Listen to what this fucking piece of shit just <laughs> did. How dare he? You think you you have audacity? No. Listen to what this motherfucker just did. Go ahead, Kale. Tell yeah. him. This is the God Runner, right? He beat every fucking uh, from, from software from, from Demon Souls uh, all the way to fucking uh, I think Sekiro because he did it with Sekiro. Dark Souls One, Two, Bloodborne, Three, Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro. All in a row without fucking taking a hit. Jesus all in all games in a row. Yeah, it was like it's like a fucking. He did like an eighteen-hour run of like all the games or some shit like that, and it like he didn't get hit once. Like what the fuck? It's a maniac. God damn. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I love games, but I don't. I mean, where is? Yeah, I don't get any satisfaction in that, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I don't get line, any satisfaction. Where's the blowjob line for that? Is there a is there a like a thing? Yeah, no, no. I I'll I'll play on a hard difficulty and I'll do it on a hard difficulty, but I might get beaten up, bruised. I'll I'll limp my way through the end, but to play a game so much that I can do it without getting hit, and then I can play. All the versions, all the sequels of that game. <laughs> it's not even this. It's not even where he gets hit and he reloads his file. He streams it and he does. He does. Okay, this all started with no bonfire runs, which oh meant God. in Dark Souls, never touch a bonfire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, excuse me. You know what that means? You're soul level one. You can never level. Yeah. You can never upgrade a weapon. You can never use 
And also, by default, they just decide no items either. So you're on one health bar for the whole game. How dare, like, what did your dad do to you when you were six? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even get how you can do that. Because, like, I'll even just get hit or have issues just one time just from control issues. Like like a slip up. Like that's so easy to do. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you an example. There's I, I it might have been Happy Hob or it might have been someone else. They were doing a zero hit perfect no bonfire run on Dark Souls One. You remember the area with the two poison archer the two archers in An Orlando where you had to run up and the, the archers were there? Yeah. So if you run up that archway, so this guy got up to that level and he had been done a zero hit. Zero hit run, bro. He wanted to beat the game with zero damage. He got to that level of the game and he was running up the the little archway. And something happened where like like the clipping of the archway made his character kind of trip and it gave him like a one HP hit. Mm. And the guy had to start his shit over. Like, he was running, and the game kind of glitched, and it, like, boop, gave him, like, a little bit of damage for, like, for, like, a, like, a, literally yeah, a glitch. Dude, that's, like, no falling or anything. Like, you, you, you just can't. <laughs> there's one specific angle, and there's a one-frame angle in that spot, in that thing where if you're running, that's why one time I was telling you, like, hey, whenever you're running up, like, a rafter, don't run. Like walk slowly because mm. cameras act weird. Yeah, and yeah. when they're replicating like the the ladder case a couple times over, like those little seams cause weird things sometimes. And he hit a seam in the the like the walkway that made his character take one HP of damage. And he's like eight hours or however many hours into his gameplay. Yeah, and he had to stop his stream. So um. I forgot what I was saying, but people like that are fucking idiots. Like, dude, I'm a big streamer. He gets fucking like thousands of people in his stream to watch him do this shit. He gets fucking like, he may, he's, he's, he fucking. Yeah. I don't know how much of an idiot he is if he's getting paid. I think he's okay, but yeah. <laughs> it's just not what I'm about to do. <laughs> right. That's why he does it. Like he started fucking doing this shit just because he loves souls. And I think that's actually the only game he actually ever played. It's gotta souls, be. Though. If you, if you, if you're that good with it, like you can't play other games. Yeah, he he's basically just does weird things with from software games where he beats them yeah. and like he beats them with every weird controller. What's that? Like, is that Samba, um the Samba de Amigo with the fucking maracas? Yeah. Like he'll play games with that. He'll play Dark Souls with like <laughs> he's fighting like Capra Demon. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know what you know what that makes me think of? Isn't it that bit they're doing on your mom's house where they talk about like how I think it's your mom's house that's talking about it. Where like I don't want my doctor to also be good at guitar. Like I want you to just be the doctor, like, and that's it. So to be that good in Dark Souls, like you can't play any other game but the Dark Souls games. Like you just can't because you can't. You can't be that good. 
Like if your proctologist hands you a mixtape, you should probably get a different proctologist. (laughs) Because you can't be good at both things. Your passion is not my asshole. Your passion is that mixtape, and I don't want you in my asshole anymore. I want somebody who's passionate about what's going on in my asshole so that you're going to fix that shit and not be thinking about the new beat you just got off of fucking YouTube while you're digging around in my asshole <laughs> like i don't want that and a guy who's that good at dark souls is not good at anything else but dark souls <laughs> like, you go to the doctor like hey man i got this weird growth on my dick and i just want to talk to you about it and he goes all right cool hey you cool if i live stream this on my twitch real quick and he'll just phone up hey yo Hey, yo, what's the business, y'all? It's your boy, Dr. Scheinberg. We're just here right now with my boy, Seth. Check out who's next gaming entertainment. We're going to be like a dick wart right now. Check his dick wart. The fuck is this shit on his dick? Dude, look at the doctor. I want you to be boring and sad. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, man, if you're that good at Dark Souls, bro, like, you're boring and sad just playing Dark Souls, and that's the only thing you're doing. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Man. Oh, shit. Like, you, you're not playing anything else, and I don't want that existence. I want to play a varied amount of games. So, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and end it. Thank you all for listening, everybody. This is Who's Next Podcast. You can find us at whosnextgaming.com. Uh, if you want, you can also shoot over to Movie So Bad They're Good. Uh, the Facebook group over there is still rocking and rolling. And we also have the terrible movies that we're watching and covering. Um, why don't you go ahead and plug... Jesse, go ahead and do more plugs for your Twitch and your uh Yes, what's up? Holler at your boy. I am Jester954 on everything, kind of. So J-E-S-T-E-R 954 on everything, like Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud... I'm actually not taking any more PlayStation Network incomings. I'm going to put those to my Twitch, the Jester954. Um, cuz I just it's just too dangerous to have like it's ha- hacking is difficult unless you're a hacker and I'm not trying to have anybody hack my fucking 12-year PlayStation account that has $10,000 worth of video games on it. More <laughs> probably like 3,000. Yeah. I, I have a lot of games. So um so holler at me on Twitch. Like PS2 has ever been hacked before. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's why everybody used double what is it, double replication or double whatever. Have it so where you when you log in it texts your phone. Anyways, holler at me at Jester954 on Instagram. I do uh, a lot of music reviews and I post cringy edgelord poetry when I'm drunk at three in the morning and sad. Uh, hit me up on Facebook if you want. Just enough for but hit me up on the Twitch. That's the new thing. I'm trying to be trying to join the new the new world. So if you're lucky enough, you can see him without a shirt on, like we're watching right now. No, no, no. I don't wear I don't use cameras on my Twitch. (laughs) But no, it's okay. It's only for you guys. Join for my friends. Um (laughs) Yeah, you wanna see you gotta try to scribe you gotta go to his OnlyFans, you wanna see that. Yeah, I guess I've been thinking of doing a troll OnlyFans for like a dollar. Will it just be your bottles of piss? No, it, no, it would be because because uh, Aaron <laughs> and I make so many gay jokes. I just figure we'll just like lick our our game covers and <laughs> just do like weird shit. But there actually, I'm not gonna do that. There you go. But, somebody uh, might I mean, pay. Somebody might pay. But um, 
but no, hit me up on uh, the Jester nine five four T H E J E S T R nine five four on Twitch and watch me play video games. And the later you join, the drunker I'll be. So I'll say some stupid shit, and it's fun. And you get kicked uh, off Twitch. Awesome. All right, yeah. we'll be, we'll then, keep it short. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I I talk too much. No, no, I'm just messing with you, Jesse. Um, okay, so when I was in third grade, I wrote a book. So I'm gonna read that book to you right now. You should do that. Uh, Kev, uh, why don't you plug your Twitch, man? Yeah. Uh, my Twitch is uh, twitch.tv slash Kalo. You can also find me on Twitter at at SirKalo. You can catch all my streams and stuff. Like I said, I'm going to be playing a bunch of scary games I haven't played uh, up until this point, starting with Silent Hill. Y'all got anything y'all want to uh, see me play, you can come to my Discord. You got links all over my Twitch channel for my Discord you can come to my Discord and you can make some suggestions. Everybody's voting on what they want to want to see me play and everything. So, yeah. And come. once again, that's Sir Kalo, S I R K A Y L O, right? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Jesse. That's it, man. You should give him a follow, Jesse. If you haven't done it yet. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I don't think I've I've, I've found it yet. Yeah, I'm still lazy, bro. The like I thought I was like I did good work on my Twitch today, like last night, and all I did was like upload a profile photo. <laughs> I was like, oh, I did my work. I started doing highlights, figured out how to do the highlights, and started clipping those, and then like easily downloading the small clips and sharing it on social media. Yeah, I see they have the tool, like they have the tool, like hey, take your video, <laughs> clip them up, blah blah blah. Yep, um, it's not too bad. It's not too bad of a tool to use, so it helps. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and call it quits. Later, everybody. What's up, y'all? Take care of yourselves. Bitches. <laughs>